Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the H3 Podcast starring your boy, Ty Lopez. Y'all remember when he had attorneys trailing us when we made that video together? Well, we're going to do a little bit of a meme on him. We've got our friend Michael here, who is looking very slick, very uh, intimidating as an attorney. And we are going to have him shadow Ty and give him a little taste of his own medicine. How do you think he's going to enjoy that, Hila? I don't know, but we're pranking him. Got him. Let's go. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the H3 Podcast Live. Every Tuesday and Friday at twitch.v forward slash H3 Productions. Also available on all those great apps. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn. Go there. Listen, download, leave a review. Papa bless. Now, we've got on deck Ty Lopez. He's here. The man, the myth, the legend. He's here in person. We also have Ila Klein, the illustrious, the beautiful, the elegant. The red what hat. <laughs> looks like you're making a political statement with that hat. I don't like that. It's just a red hat. <laughs> Donald Trump, <laughs> love him or hate him, he ruined red hats. I know. You can't wear red hats anymore. Today's episode is sponsored by Dollar Shave Club uh, Movement. That is MVMT Movement, the watch company, and Quip. More on that later. No episode this Friday. But stay tuned because next two day, Tuesday, coming up a week from today, is Dunky. Video game Dunky and his girlfriend, Leah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love these guys. I am so genuinely excited for that one. But one guest at a time because I'm excited for today's guest as mm -hmm. well, Ty Lopez. Yep. Now, before we introduce our guest today, I actually want to talk about something that just happened. Idubs, friend of the show, friend of ours, made a new video. He made a content cop on... Um, rice gum, mm -hmm. little switcheroo, and he titled it "Content Cop Jake Paul" as a parody, to because everybody's begging him for months to make a content cop on Jake Paul, and then all of a sudden he does a little switcheroo, calls it "Content Cop Jake Paul," and immediately is like, "Got you, just a joke. I just didn't want to give Rice Gum the satisfaction of putting his name in the title," <laughs> and YouTube fucking removed it for clickbait and deceptive practices, and I'm fired up. They gave him a community strike? Yeah, and they removed it. Even if they bring it back, they sucked all the momentum out of the damn video, or a lot of it. Yeah. Anyone with half a fucking brain should be able to look at that and be like, this was purposely done to artistically to enhance the value of the video. He immediately addresses it, and he has a reason for doing it, and he talks about it right. in, the first, in the beginning of the video. You know what's funny? They have, they're, they're, they're all of a sudden such... Uh, strict enforcers of the rules meanwhile you know they're like no porn unless it's art and then you can have a, a dude shitting in another dude's mouth like they're like this rules okay as long as it's art but meanwhile when he actually attempts to make something interesting with clickbait when everyone else on youtube is actually genuinely clickbaiting and being promoted and and paraded around by youtube all of a sudden he's got to be the martyr for clickbait God, they always have they always have this way of not getting it. It's so weird. Like what what how can they not understand he immediately talks about it and he actually has a reason for titling it that way. Well while you have Lance Stewart Raped by a demon. <laughs> yeah. That literally. Is that not clickbait? I I, I ask you now. So if you want to help, I mean, if they don't bring it back, that's going to be one of the greatest travesties of, of YouTube history. I think hopefully it was just some uh, 
doughy-eyed buck. I don't know if that isn't relevant to what I'm talking about. Some some person that you know sit in a room with their finger on a button is like, oh, fuck this guy in particular. So hopefully it gets reversed. If not, if you want to help, tweet Team YouTube. Tweet them. There's real people there. They're connected. They see that. Tell them, yo, help a brother out. It's interesting how they. The guy's been working on this video for months. Dude. And instead Quality of, content. Instead of promoting people who actually put effort yes. into a YouTube video, they, they're just ruining it for him. He flew to England just so that PewDiePie could make a brief cameo. Like, this guy went all out on this video, and I think that point is excellent. No one else is trying to, like, elevate YouTube videos. Right. And instead of them appreciating that... They find a way to do the opposite. They would don't don't even reach out and be like, "Hey, can you change the title?" They're just like, "Fuck you, you suck." Anyway, tweet to at Team YouTube if you want to have your voice heard on that one. Now, with that being said, Ty Lopez is a bit of a legend on YouTube. He's been the subject of a couple of our videos. Many of you know. We made a video with him recently where we went to his house, got to know him a little bit. My impression was that he was a nice guy. I liked him. I mean, besides the fact that he had, like, a fleet of lawyers tailing me. But that turned out for the best. I mean, it was, it was a highlight of the video. Um, here in my garage, the inventor of this meme, the 69 steps, the 420 steps. He's a YouTube guru. He's a legend. You guys all know him. Um, I can hear, I can hear him, him laughing back there. He hates when I say 69 <laughs> steps. He's yelling at me a lot. Because it's 67. 69, please. 420 steps. <laughs> so anyway, let's bring the man in. Ty Lopez, get that sweet, tight little ass. I know you're fit, and I know that ass is tight, so bring it in here. <laughs> God damn it. 67. 69 <laughs> steps. Oh yeah, you're yeah. right there. All right. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, dude. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Good to see you guys. Yeah, Good nice to see, to see you, buddy. How you been? Four hundred twenty blazed steps. So, um, how you been? What have you been up to? Oh, and just... more importantly, what car did you drive here in? The blue Rolls Royce. The did Dawn. you really? Oh. Yeah. Nice. I brought it as a present for you. Oh my god. <laughs> wow, I knew that's you. A gesture. I, that's nice. <laughs> you can hand me the keys now if you got them. They're outside. Oh, hey. So anyway. Um, I was in Vegas. Yeah. I took I took a picture out the window one hour or two hours before right at that that festival. It was insane. I left two hours before. Really? I've been right in the middle of it. Crazy world, man. <laughs> Sad world. Sometimes. But on that note. Yeah. <laughs> you, uh, you... <laughs> You were uh, in Vegas recently. I was in Vegas. I was speaking at a conference. Whoa! To entrepreneurs wanting to scale their business. Can you out. just br can you just bring a little bit closer? I just don't want you to miss anything. This is don't worry about him. <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring your lawyer? He's just here to help oh, out. Okay. All no, right. don't worry about. It. He's not. He's like an intern. An intern. Yeah. All right. He's gonna read me my Miranda <laughs> rights. No, I like just, this. This is good. He's just listen. He's uh. Don't worry. Just try not to think about him. He's All just right. here. He's the janitor. I'll focus. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's, we're just doing a little goof. 
and that's what I like that. He's got that. He's got that lawyer dead in the eyes. Oh my god, he's scaring me. All right, all right. You're starting to scare me now. So thanks for your service to us. Appreciate you. Thank you. Very well done, by the way. Lots of intimidation. I thought he was going to serve me. No subpoena. <laughs> that, wouldn't that be the slickest <laughs> way to serve me? On my podcast. Thank on your you, podcast. by the way. That was great. Uh, that was good. We thought it'd be funny. Just that was good. I didn't want to like drag it out and actually have him stand there for too long. No. <laughs> Just a little bit of a meme. You were getting a little lighthearted. That's the new meme. <laughs> the Ethan lawyers at Ty's house meme. I, that was powerful. That was definitely the most memorable thing. And it wasn't even really planned. I just had a meeting with my lawyers, and they were there, and they're like, "We gotta, we gotta meet this guy." And okay. I don't know why Bill was hounding you like that. Okay, I did okay. not instruct him to <laughs> do right, that, let, but it cracked let's, me up. Let's debrief. Okay, because that's debrief. the number one thing that everybody was like, "You have to ask him about." Yes. He was following me. Yes, I have no idea why. You did actually. not instruct him <laughs> no, to do that. No. So who's it? Well, that's but kinda, like three of. But he's two. a compliance lawyer, so I don't believe he, you. He, I, sorry, I promise but... you, you could, like, you could who, Google who's him. A lawyer? Uh, no, I believe he's compliance. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but like, what? But do you who... think I would actually be like follow him in the cameras? Well, well I mean, not. That's why it no. was so crazy, right? But... I think I was just like, you guys can listen in. Okay. And he took that extremely literally as he really? lit it, listening to every moment. So I, and then you know, this is Hollywood. You wanna, <coughs> you wanna entertain. You got to be a little crazy. So. I didn't say anything. I was like, I know your audience is going to, this is going to spark brand new conspiracies about, about <laughs> me. On. And I was like. So yeah. you're, now you're saying that it was by design to be entertaining? <laughs> no. And I, it was neither. But once I saw it, I was like, this is, this is pretty funny. I mean, it was definitely It was highlight. funny. And you were good with the camera. <laughs> well, you guys are good with the cameras. Well, you like turned it into the it central was, theme of the whole visit. I mean, it was nuts. <laughs> and I mean, props to that guy. But did, were you like, dude, why? The I, lawyers are like weird. But you're on. talking about it like it was one guy. There were three. Yeah. There yeah, was, but they were one peeping over the, the balcony. Yeah. But one they was were hiding by corners. <laughs> one was funnier. They had like eyes in the wall. <laughs> Someone moved a photo. You could see their eyes. You know, if I were to, really would have pre-planted, I would have done something like that. I wouldn't have let you know because. Yeah. It was pretty ham-handed yeah. the way he did it. Yeah. <laughs> I, people like the end, too. I get a lot of people being like, did you really throw Really? Ethan out and his wife stay. It, it's That's surprising. People <laughs> like pro wrestling. Oh, it's they pro believe lots of stuff. It was a bit of a pro wrestling. It move. was a bit of a pro wrestling. Yeah. You can basically do something outrageous, and fifty percent of people will believe it. Well, that guy just was. I mean, there was a point when I was on the balcony walking down the stairs. Yeah, and he and I turned around. And that's when I had this realization that like, this is a lawyer trailing me. <laughs> he, was, he was sniffing on my on my neck. He's a funny guy. But I was like, he's not full time on staff. I I have the other guys were full time. Is he the premium one? Is he, what's he? No, what's he rate? just he. I don't know. He's probably he's probably not that cheap. He's probably like six hundred bucks an hour. Yeah, but he, he just like does compliance, one. FTC stuff. What does that mean? So like we sell stuff online. If we have stuff that has recurring monthly fees you got to word it so it's not tricking people and stuff like that. so he makes sure everything's above board so yeah he was making sure that i was compliant uh, <laughs> something like that that guy's such a good man he's funny. all right well that but it got that. but it got views dude i was so memorable yeah um no i'm happy it happened i mean it wasn't like i didn't feel threatened it was just like what no he's a jolly guy yeah he's he funny. is he was nice he was a good sport I remember I walked out of the kitchen once and I, at the, towards the end. I was like, hey, I need you to sign a release. 
You said that to him? Yeah, and he was ready. He was like, you, you want me to send a release for him? Okay. Lawyers are very serious. He probably would do that. I was surprised. He was though. probably By the way, congratulations. Should, <laughs> like, congratulations on winning your lawsuit. Oh, Thank thanks. Because I know Thank we were you. talking about it there. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, that's yeah. a relief. Yeah. yeah, you need freedom of speech. Let people do as long as it's not crazy, crazy. Listen to what your... What was the big thing? You just did... You, you had some of their content, and you did like a. Mm-hmm. We, made a okay. we made a reaction video. video. Yeah, a reaction video. Yeah. yeah, we made a video like we usually do, and this one guy just couldn't take it, and he fucking sued us. Yeah. He found an attorney that was, as far as I could tell, yeah, did it pro bono or on a on an extreme contingency. contingency. Yeah. And um, they just, you know, they they couldn't accept that that it was our right to make that video. Right. And so they they rode that train all the way to Valhalla. Luckily, yeah. we won, but it was a nightmare. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck with lawyers, man. No. <laughs> I was on jury duty like two or three years ago on a gang. A guy stabbed somebody in the face, and mm-hmm. I was on the jury. Whoa. And my basic, it was a month. It was a hung jury. We oh, were wow. in and out. It was an, usually you're out. I was in like 28 days. My basic conclusion was don't go to court if you don't have to. I mean, the <laughs> the prosecuting attorney sucked. The de- I mean, if you're poor, too, it yeah. sucks. The world's so unfair because the yeah. defense attorney was, I was like, this dude should defend himself. That bad? She, at the end, fake cried. The attorney? Like, My client. And all the jurors, right when we went in the room, were like, was that a fake cry? And we're all like, yeah. <laughs> what? It was oh like so God. bad. I was like, poor guy. You <laughs> well, know? it cost us quarter million to defend ourselves I adequately. Know. Once we got like good, real attorneys. Yeah, it just it was kind of disillusioning how how rigged the system is towards money. Oh, dude, that's insane. Man. I didn't grow up with money, so I never saw that side of the coin. But basically, especially in America, money yeah. runs it's stuff. So expensive. I mean, money yeah. is it, it, and that's why I tell people, you know, I talk a lot about money, but I'm like money's more important than we're taught. It's not it. It's almost a necessary evil in the modern world. It you is I mean? for sure. Yeah. Oh, two weeks ago or not last Sunday, I was at the Amish. You know, I lived with the Amish for two and a half years when I was young. So right. I was back there. And then the next weekend, I was here, there for Vegas. It was quite a... The Amish still have like kind of two a pure worlds. society. Not money-driven, not materialistic. Sure. It's kind of... Those are the guys with the beards and the white the beards. Not, bibs. Not Mormons. Not Mormons. The opposite different. of Hollywood Hills. The opposite yeah. of where <laughs> I live now. Yeah, right. Sometimes people don't believe I was there. I was like, I still speak their language. But, man... Nah. It's good. I got to get out of the city every once in a while. Yeah. So let me ask you. Yes. By the way, just to follow up on the IDUB stuff, the video is back. Oh, it's back? Yeah. Sorry. It's, you're, we, it's unrelated There was some YouTube you. drama going on. Okay. Uh, one of our friends' video got taken down, and we were all just, like, ranting about it. But apparently it's back up. Mm-hmm. So, I feel like YouTube is like the new soap opera. Oh, <laughs> there's, like, the drama. If money rolls in the real world, drama <laughs> rolls drama on YouTube. Rule. They need drama <laughs> coins. <laughs> Bitcoin. You know, if you put a hundred bucks in Bitcoin in twenty ten, you'd have seventy five million dollars. Yeah, today. I read that. How it's is unbelievable. That? I heard that. It's a nightmare. Someone asked me, oh did God. I do it? I was like, no, I wish. <laughs> but like I was reading, it's like, yeah, you know, there's no such thing as a genius who was like, I predict that Bitcoin. Right. It's mm-hmm. like you got lucky. Right, for you sure. You got lucky. Yeah. <laughs> some stu- anyway, let's <laughs> let's, let's break it down here. By the way, I'm doing a huge pri- I invited fifty of the top Bitcoin crypto guys to my house tomorrow. So I'm doing a little private <laughs> dinner because I'm more of a businessman and I want to learn more about ICOs and crypto. So it's going to be you see a future and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, what the Internet did to media like disrupt. Sure. Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, Ether are going to disrupt. It's still sovereign that money currencies. 
it seems that even now after Bitcoin and all these other cryptocurrencies have gotten like pretty famous and a lot of notoriety, I still don't know how to use that shit. Right. Mm-hmm. It's still but not accessible good. to me. Yeah. That's when the money's there. Once everybody that uh, I think it was JP Morgan or one of these old billionaires said once your shoeshine boy is giving you advice on money, <laughs> it's too late. Sure. And so, like, Bitcoin, what I like, I never, I always tell people, never be the first. Like, I'm good friends with Tom from MySpace. He's actually coming along. So, you had first social media platform was Friendster. Mm-hmm. Didn't make any money. You yeah. know that dude became an alcoholic because he had turned down 30 million bucks. Oh, on by, and then it's where it was worth zero. Then Tom came along, him and his buddies, they built MySpace. They sold it for 500 million. They were the second. But the third guy, Mark Zuckerberg, <laughs> is one of the, you know, almost the wealthiest sure. guy in the world. And so with Bitcoin, it's the same wave. 2010 was probably the first wave. I always say get in between the second and third wave. Two or three. To, yeah, yeah. I, I, I see that. You yeah. know, let the first guy fail, become an alcoholic, and possibly end his own life. <laughs> Be number two or three. Guy who started Victoria's Secret. He sold what? it for five million bucks and jumped off the Golden Gate Bridge because it turned into a billion dollar brand. Fifth, anyway. Five million oh wasn't God. enough for the poor guy. I know, it's still not bad, right? Really? Yeah. Not nothing worth ending your own life over. Oh my God. No, I was like, ooh, I don't know. No, no, I wouldn't <laughs> hell no. No amount of money jump off a bridge. <laughs> All right, let me ask you. Okay. You were the first person that i can recall that has p- kind of pioneered the genre of like the self help. Guru or whatever you refer motivational. I don't know how you refer to yourself, but you basically put your videos your ads on YouTube yeah. as video pre-rolls. Yes. I mean, what's can you tell me the process that led you to be like, man, I think this is untapped. Like right. you wait, were you the second or third or were you the first? <laughs> there was some guy. There was a few guys before me. I would say I was in the second wave. So you got it. So yeah. you're there was these guys that had six now? pack abs. No, <laughs> actually, I'm not sure how good their business is doing. But six pack abs was some a dude, some guys okay. I knew doing like buy their workout plan. Mm. But I wish mm. I could say I was smart. I would say I got lucky. And all success is like fifty percent skill, fifty percent luck. Sure. You know what I mean? You need some skill, obviously, but. 2014, I, I mean, I've been an entrepreneur since I was 19. I've been doing stuff, and but more behind traditional business. And then in 2014, I was like, I was at this conference, and a guy's like, dude, YouTube. And I, YouTube was already around, but it wasn't. And I was like, I've learned, my mentor, Alan Nation, told me, Ty, never be the first or the last to try a new idea. So I was like, is someone else doing it? He's like, yeah, this guy, six-pack ass. So I said, okay. So I went to Europe in December 2014 for New Year's Eve. Right before this parachuting. Everywhere I go, man, when I leave. God damn. Got don't these... <laughs> shit, dude. Yeah. When I leave a country or a city, you want to leave with me. But uh, <laughs> I can't. And... In that case, you do want to be the first. You want to be the first out. That's right. <laughs> okay. But I had ordered. I've always loved books, man. And so I had ordered like 500 books. So while I was in France, my assistant Nathan called me and he goes, dude, we got 100 new books, a couple hundred new books, no place to put them. I said, Buy some bookshelves. I was busy because I was like on vacation. I'm like, buy some bookshelves and put them in the garage. Mm-hmm. So I came back at, right after New Year's, and one night it was a Sunday night. I think it was like January 24th. I took a phone. It wasn't this one. I still keep the phone. It's my lucky phone. And I wa- and I was gonna go out with my friends. And I remembered my buddy Alex Mayer, who is this guy made a billion dollar business. He told me sometimes recreation is overrated. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to go out today. I'm going to work. Mm-hmm. So I grabbed my phone and I had done some YouTube videos in December, but they, they, were, they didn't do that good. They weren't that good. So I said, I'm going to try something new. So I had just got that Lamborghini for Halloween. So I went in there and I was like, well, 
here in my garage. <laughs> just got this brand new Lamborghini. And it was pretty much, I shot a few versions of it. And then I posted it. And I remember I had a conference the next you day. You posted it. Yeah, I posted on like January. Wasn't 25th. an ad at first, or was it? I posted it and then I boosted it. Mm-hmm. As you an posted ad. it and you're like, "Hey, this is pretty good." Yeah, I'm I was gonna like, turn "Let's this just try." I spent like a thousand bucks to boost it, right? So wait, you were you were studying the ab guys? Were they running ads or they were just making YouTube? They were content? doing pre roll. Okay, so were you were already interested in it. Yeah, you made a video. You're like, "Hey, this is not bad. Let's yeah. let's try pre rolling." I this. didn't even know if it was good. I was just trying everything. So sure. I was like, "Try this is next in line." Sure. And then I did it, and man, that thing all of a sudden was like. And, yeah, and I was like, well, apparently people like Lamborghinis, and they're surprised that I talk about books and people. And, you know, it was the same thing. It was like in February the next month, it's like forums are like, fuck this guy. It's bullshit. That's not a real Lamborghini. There was theories that it was a fake Lamborghini, a kit car and all this. And I was like, I remember one of my friends told me, for the most part, all press is good press. And I was like, just let that roll. Let the conspiracies roll. And, um yeah. Do you, did you get more like more hate or more love? Do you get love, or oh, is it dude. all just skepticism? Dude. I mean, clearly people do sign up, otherwise you wouldn't keep running the ads. So it's dude, working. I get so it it's it's funny. The negativity bias of the brain is negative people are louder. When I go out on the street in look in the last two years, uh, a lot of people come up to me on the street. Not not sounding to brag, but just stating the fact. I've only oh, ever had two people come up negative. <laughs> Three. No, <laughs> the third. no, I've only had two. One was a drunk huh, guy who thought cool. I was Gary. He was like, fuck you, Gary. <laughs> so I don't count that, that one. Count, yeah. But, fuck I, Gary, you know, forums and stuff, you get people that don't like it. But my theory, here's my, I got a theory for the theories. People got to have an outlet for whatever frustrates them. And nothing sure. frustrates people more than money. Right. Yeah, that's, that's So you sure. talk about, hey, I think, I you think, can make money. They're like, that dude is now the object of all my frustration. Sure, yeah. I think people who generally are like, oh, fuck this guy or whatever they think about you wouldn't if they'd be like, oh, that's Ty. Maybe they want to come and say hi because they right. cause, that's and, true. And it also proves the point of like that's the keyboard true. warrior. Right. It's like there, come say, there are come people say that hate me, but are applauding my demise. But how, they don't want to do it. To well, my how face. are your negative interactions? I'm curious. Almost all of them are online, in person, never. But oh, ne- I thought you said you had two. On two. One was a drunk guy, and one, I don't even remember what it was. Okay. Pretty sure it was over a girl. Oh, that does not oh, count. So not no, related. but he didn't say that, but I, like, asked around my friends, and, like, I think you dated his ex. <laughs> so uh, there are definitely haters, but you know what happens? There's a saying that, that uh, a friend sent me, Gandhi said, he said, first day, laugh at you when you first start because I don't mm-hmm. know who you are. Then mm-hmm. they hate you and then they love you. It's a cycle. And now it's not but nearly as much because at first people were like, dude, this guy rented a car for one day or this guy rented like your whole Zillow theory. Dude, that that yeah. People still think they're like, dude, you rented it for one day. I'm like, yeah. the White House is on Zillow. People don't understand how Zillow works. Every house in America is That is, is on true, Zillow. by the way. I looked it up. That, it is true. That yeah. is what we were thinking yeah. at the time. We were like, you definitely rented this for one day yeah. and made the Because video. you're new, and I mean, right. I've seen you around, and, and I, you know, I've been around long enough. Like, I, I checked the pink slips. Right. They're leases. Yeah. Car. But Always hey, lease cars. But, yeah, but it's still leases expensive. Is, lease is a lease. Dude, people you don't pay. realize. Smart people lease cars because yeah, you can trade I them I lease in. my car. I lease my car. And, and it's a you tax can tax the right them. You can't tax right off a buy. No, so, well, you depreciate it. Yeah, but to lease an expensive car is yeah. still expensive. All right, so I so um, I haven't seen too many of your ads lately. Are you still doing them? Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Why are you not targeting my channel, Ty? Shit's tough out there, man. We need to. I'm gonna <laughs> make it. a specific. I'm gonna. I, I'm gonna. Maybe I'll take a clip or two of this and yeah. boost it. Yeah, please. Oh yeah. I know. We need to get that pre-roll money. We need another lease for you. Ty's what are you guys like, leasing now? Tesla. Yeah, we have. A Tesla. Oh, you got a Tesla? Okay, yeah. you need the BMW, the i8. First time I met Elon Musk, I was like, Why? Because that's the electric BMW, they're right? They're cool looking. They're kind of cool. They look a little ridiculous. Why? They the, got... the, the BMW, it's like yeah. a big block. <laughs> it's not and also, Elon doesn't it's like, like <laughs> it. I know. I asked him. I saw him at the movies once, and I walked up to him and was like, what do you think of the the i8? And he goes, it's i8. And he walked it's off. I he I literally eight. said that, and he's kind of a funny dude. So, I went, so yeah, there you go. Nobody drive that garbage. I'm a tie. I'm a, uh, a tie. Elon Musk enthusiast. Okay. Yeah, big, he... big fan. Um <laughs> <laughs> not that was not meant for anything what in particular. You coughing up a hairball, man. <laughs> that kind of reminds me I of a, like a Lego. Yeah, it looks Which like one? a Lego. It's a weird the one. BMW. Man. Oh, yeah, I... Also, it doesn't have superchargers. It doesn't. I don't know how long the battery rides, but it's not. It doesn't go that long. But what is this think? show sponsored by Tesla? I wish. I get your theory. A new conspiracy <laughs> theory number eighteen. Christ, man! It's I take by Elon. I take it Elon's should be. <laughs> we talk about him every. You know what time. happened once? He followed me on Twitter and immediately unfollowed. Really? Me. I swear to God, <laughs> I got a notification it said Elon Musk followed you back. Oh, that's amazing! And I checked, not followed. Oh, that's awesome! What gives, dude? Maybe break my heart. Is there anything that could possibly be misconstrued as H three H three? He had a friend named Henry, and he like was typing while he drove. Yeah, it's and H three was H supposed to be H E. Yeah, it's possible. I think it must have been a mistake. Something of like some that. Sort. I'm sure I saw it though. <laughs> I see him a lot. Last time I saw him, we had a 30 minute conversation. He came up to me at the Game of Thrones premiere. He likes movie premieres, and he goes, "I know you do social media." He goes, "Should I put Snapchat? Uh, should I put Tesla on Snapchat and use it to promote?" So I literally, I talk about feeling stupid. I gave a 20-minute talk on why I thought he should, and at the end, I go, what do you think? He goes, I think you're wrong, but thank you, and walked <laughs> off. I swear. I was he's like, a legend, dude. Yeah, he's you a can't legend. even talk to him. I was like, he's too smart for How'd me, How'd that man. make you feel? Were you like, damn, this guy no. knows more than me? And I already knew he knows more than me. But he ain't smarter than Elon Musk. I actually thought it was hilarious. I love that. I disagree, but thank you. Yeah, See he you goes, later. He's like, mm, we don't need it. We're already big. I disagree. Bye. And then we went and watched uh, Game of Thrones. That's funny. God bless him. Yeah. Now, when was it in your life that you decided to make it like your goal to to be rich, right? Because you, you, you seem to be like you've accomplished a lot, but it seems to be an emphasis on the pursuit of like, of, of money um, was there a moment when you felt the urge like I need to I need to enable myself and have money in this way was there something specific probably what is it growing up without that much money but I mean my original thing when I made these videos I wanted to talk about what I call the good life which is health wealth love and happiness but just everybody is fixated on the money part well, you and they you, ask for more of that. No, but Whoa, you, you you shift sh their focus towards you the money. You show all the money. Yeah, but know, I'm saying before I w I had videos that weren't like that. Mm -hmm. Then I'm Those saying the Lamborghini the ones, ones oh, they don't go sure. as viral. Sure. Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah, for sure. You know, they, I tell you this. Um, when I, I'm a college dropout, I went for like one semester to NC State, and I was trying to decide. I had started a little business, then a consulting company. And I asked my mentor at the time, this guy named Alan Nation. He's the guy who taught me how to read a book a day. And he goes, I said, Alan, I think I need to stay in college. And he goes, why? He, I said, well, people respect you if you have a degree. And mm -hmm. I'll never forget. It was on the phone. He's from Mississippi. An old guy. He goes, Ty, no, this is America. 
Make a million dollars. Then people will respect you. So I think <laughs> there's some truth to that. So I, I would say I'm more in the pursuit of adventure. I always have been. That's why I lived at the Amish. That's why I travel. That's why um, I could make more money. I got friends. One of my best friends, dude, he just focuses on money. I realized I couldn't do all the adventures I wanted if I was always stressed financially. And that's my main sure. message to people. Yeah, not everybody's going to be a millionaire. Not everybody would even want to. But there was a, a Nobel Prize winner. His name is uh, Gary Con or uh, Kahneman, Daniel Kahneman. He says if you're not making seventy-two grand a year in the United States, he can chart happiness mm -hmm. decreasing. So you got to look at the dominoes of life. Like, what dominoes do you have to push? that make all the other dominoes fall. And money is a big one because if you're healthy, what's the number one cause of divorce? Not having enough money. So let me ask you, Yeah. what is it about being rich that people don't expect? Because clearly having money can also complicate your life in yes. unpredicted ways. Yes. So you're saying what's the downsides? Yeah, mm -hmm. what's something maybe that, that people wouldn't expect to come from it? Yeah, the downsides, really. Yeah. I think, I mean, I'm single. So you, whenever you meet girls, you got to be like, sometimes I'm out with a girl or like dating. And I'm like, would this girl like me if I didn't have money? Yeah. And sure. sometimes the answer sure. is no. Some girls would still like me. I mean, I had dated pretty girls before, but there's definitely a whole subsection of gold digger. Absolutely. Chicks. And the same with dudes. There's yeah. dudes who want to hang out and you're like, is this dude a real friend? Yeah. Or because inevitably mm -hmm. after a day or two, it's like, yo, I got this business thing you want to mm -hmm. invest in. So I think that's a downside. And I also think the downside is you have to be good at being like when is enough enough because Russ becomes an addiction and you can just make try to make money and exclude all the other stuff you need. In is life. there a number where you're like, I've made enough now? Are you have you reached that? Yeah. Like now, I'd say, I mean, I started with 100 bucks. I figured out how to make 100 grand a year. Then I figured out how to make 100 grand a month. Then I figured out how to make 100 grand a week. Now I know how to make 100 grand a day. Um, or more and so now I'm more about like what are the things that don't I, I, I got this thing 50 50 rule live 50% of your life selfishly and 50% for the good of civilization because here's the deal I've tried to be like like when I lived at the Amish or doing charity stuff I've tried to be a hundred percent live for other people you lose motivation we, we need some selfish motivation to mm -hmm. get you out of bed and I've also been like a hundred percent only focus on myself and you like lose your humanity so I think, yeah, I make enough now. I don't even have to make this much. Um, well, what do you yeah. do now? You got all the money you ever dreamed of. Make $100,000 a day. So you're living for, are you feel like you're living for adventure now? Yeah. Yeah, and I start new businesses. Like, I started this mentor box, not a push or anything like this, but it's a cool company. And I work one hour a month on it, and I got a business partner in San Francisco. He does it. So when you add up all the, I, I'm focused now. Like, how can I make businesses like I said, now businesses are making 100 grand a day. How can I do more than that, but without me having to do it all? But so why why do you feel like you need to make more money? Because you say you're trying to you're trying so, to push beyond that. It's so like, it's not about making money. Look, yeah. here somebody said this: if you want to make a million dollars, help a million people. That's a good rule of thumb. Mm -hmm. You want to make a billion dollars. So Elon Musk is trying to make more money. Trust me. I've met I know a lot of these billionaires even though they come off as oh, we want to help world. I promise you, they are selfishly driven as sure. well. Yeah. And 
But I'm like, damn, let Elon Musk be more and more selfish because the more selfish he becomes to a point, you can take it too far, the more he makes, he's got this new company that's going to drill holes and make, get rid of L.A. traffic. Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I'm somewhat capitalistic, but sometimes capitalism sucks, too. Mm. <laughs> you know, it shut out a lot of people. A lot, you know what? I, I'll tell you that I got a lot of things that well, I... Well, clearly, like... like uh... Let me let me ask you this. Yeah, you, I saw I saw you made, recently made a video called "Are You Sad, Lonely, or Depressed?" Yes, that actually seemed to do really well, and and I thought the message of that video was pretty, pretty nice. Oh, thank you. Something of the message was something like you know, if you if you're feeling depressed or anxious, those are feelings telling you to change course and try right. something else, right? So one of the comments, the top comments on that video was, "It's easier to be happy when you're a millionaire," right? So what would you say? And, and actually, in fact, we were looking at statistics recently in a recent episode, okay. and people who are poor, actually their suicide rate is higher, mm-hmm. like significantly higher. That surprised me. So what would you say to people who are both poor and depressed? Yeah, I would say, you know, Joel Salatin told me my, when I was 19, he said, Ty, there's no change without a change of routine. So if you can somehow harness depression, anxiety, sadness, and use it, to go enough is enough today's the day when i almost always there's some depression that's just chemical nothing you need a doctor's help but a lot of people are depressed because one way or another they got in a crappy situation Mm -hmm. i the the top three regrets humans have are who they dated or married or didn't date number two their education most people realize man i I should know a musical instrument i should know more about Mm -hmm. business and the third thing is the career they choose if you got a crappy job there's a good book happiness hypothesis which basically goes through and says, for example, if you're in an unhappy relationship, there's no meditation, no yoga you can do. You're going to be unhappy. So you got to get out of it's it. It's a chronic issue. Yeah, it's chronic. Yeah. You put a tack in your shoe and you feel the you, you feel the pain every time you walk. You can't just ignore it, you know? Sure. When, you don't want to hear something So weird. what do you do? If you're poor, you're out there, you're miserable, you're poor. seems like you can't. You're at McDonald's or whatever entry-level right. job. It's hard. Like, how do you step up in life? How do you improve your own situation when you're you're depressed, you're broke? It's like, what do you do, you know? And then you've got Ty on YouTube selling this, you know, 69 this steps. Bullshit. No, I'm going to say that. <laughs> right. 69 steps or whatever. <laughs> but, like, what do you, what do, you know, is, is, is your... Is your program going to help this person? What can they do? Because there's a lot of people out there these days. Shit's rough, right? Yeah. Like, seriously, is it easy? It's easy. They says to you, it's easier to be happy when you're a millionaire. Like, how how do you respond to that person? Yes and no. I do think you bring the happiness. Some happiness is genetic. I've seen lots of depressed millionaires and shitty people that have money, man. I live in Beverly Hills now. I was born in the (laughs) ghetto in Long Beach. And you find super happy people that are... Not so wealthy. But I would say there's truth to financial stress is a nasty one Mm. in the modern world. If you're worried about paying the rent and it's you got 10 days to do it, it dominates every other part. So I would say, you know, I, I I give you I think the most important tip is if you can change your social circle even a little Mm. bit, success rubs off like there's I'm not a dumb guy, but and I'm not as smart as Elon Musk, but. My brains wouldn't have helped if I hadn't changed my environment. So I did big things like I left the city and I went to this farm, Joel Salton, who was a successful guy in a peaceful setting, and it made me way happier. And change it, your setting. Yeah, change your environment, man. People who are depressed hang out with a whole bunch of depressed people. I, I agree with that, with the yeah. change of setting, change of friends. Sometimes, Some, yeah, I think I think it's the, true. 
Yeah, I mean, I think your analogy about walking around with the tack in your shoe, right, is a good one. It's yeah. like if you're that, if shit's that bad for you, right? just try something new, completely new. Yes. You know what I say? When I die, I, I say everybody should have, I call this your tombstone goal. What would you want on the grave, your grave? I know it's a little morbid of a thought, but just go with me here. You, because Warren Buffett says to figure the out. The more you learn. The more, the more you earn. Among other In addition things. to that, he also says <laughs> Yes, <this>. in addition. <laughs> his second best thing. No, but he says um, if you want to know what you should do at 20, you got to go what, what to get. I'm sorry. If you want to know what, let's say you're 20 years old and you want to be successful by 30, right? You have to work in reverse. If I want to be successful in 30, what would I be doing at age 29? And what would I be doing at 20? And you work yourself backwards to today. And I think that when you reverse engineer success, one of those things is for every person I've ever met. There's a good book on this called Good to Great by Jim Collins. It's a famous business book. And he basically says successful people are lucky, but not how you think. Because people think you're lucky like you inherit money or you launch an app and it goes viral. He said in his studies of the top success in the last 50 years, it's who they bumped into. Hmm. So my biggest lucky thing was like jump bumping into Joel Salatin, who's this like down to earth, super entrepreneur, yet farmer guy. Sure. And I grew up kind of in the inner city and then a mobile home. And all of a sudden this guy opens my brain to like, mm -hmm. no, there's a whole nother universe. Sure. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, if I, you want to get lucky, get lucky on who you bump into. That makes sense to me, too. I mean, I can say that about ourselves. Yeah. And the times we've been successful, it's always been, I think that's good. It's and not grow, the luck you expect. Yeah. Growing up, I had this, like, group of friends that I I felt kind of like it, it, neither of us was going to go anywhere. Right. So it was always this, like, depressing kind of setting. Well, Israel's like an island. It is. It's just, yeah. But I, I really agree with that because I think I ended up, I didn't intend for it, but I ended up meeting Ethan. And then, yeah. you know, I moved and right. I completely changed setting. Yeah. And I think that did a lot. It's like, yeah. wasn't intentional in my head, but thinking back That's about it. That's your luck event. Yeah. So what can you, know you know do? I mean? Well, I guess you have to be open to it, right? That's open right. Everybody gets luck That's events. Right. You got to go with the flow. You know, Charlie Munger, who I, mean, I like the most, who I've never met, but the number one guy I'd like to meet is old. 93 year old guy he says it's a rare life that's bathed in opportunity most of us mm. only get a few chances right when you see the chance jump on it right because what happens is and this is one of the things that i hope my youtube videos do my main goal with the youtube video is not necessarily buy my program this that that it's to be like change from 100 percent skeptic cynic to a little bit of optimism it's okay to be cynical because there's a By lot the way, of BS i don't think the they exclude each other I mean, no. I consider myself a cynic and mm -hmm. a, and an optimist. That's right. Well, you're balanced, right? Well, it's like skeptical. Yin and yang. Skept being skeptical is a good quality, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Yeah, but you're skeptical. But yeah, I think you're confusing skepticism with like pessimism. Yeah, but maybe. I'm saying some people are 100. percent You're not 100. percent You came and met me. Yeah. You were like, let's see if this guy guy's really an okay, a-hole. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So you sure, take yeah. action that's somewhat you're optimistic. Flexible. Yeah, I'm. I have flexible cynicism. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. And the truth is, in society, you need some people who are like 70% skeptic. But I'm sure that being 100% skeptic, you miss out on big stuff. 
Just think about Bitcoin, Dude. what I was saying. Yeah. But 2010, I was too much of a cynic. People yeah. were telling me well, about it. 100 bucks. I've been doing all this work. I could have just put 100 bucks wow. and had 75 million. Yeah. yeah, but if you invest in everything everyone's ever talking about, you'd be broke. That is true. But it doesn't change the fact that if I invested <laughs> yeah. 100 bucks in Bitcoin, but, you know, I had 75. I, by all the way, I sometimes I wish I was just that puppy dog person who just loved everyone, accepted everything, yeah. just smiled and laughed. You know, my cynicism makes me fucking miserable. <laughs> Yeah, but so, it serves a purpose. You yeah. have a whole following that needs to hear your thing. I'm yeah, just it, saying, it, it, at the end it, of the day, balance, man. You know balance. Agree. It's the yeah, same with making money. I don't want, oh, I was saying my tombstone goal. I don't want it to be, this dude had money. I want it to be, honestly, this guy was a mad scientist. And that's what I kind of feel like, like I said, I go from living in the Amish, I go from da 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 and now I end up in Beverly Hills, and I'm on social media. I hope that that doesn't define the rest of my life. Like, I'm doing something else crazy. Maybe I'm on Elon Musk rocket ship with you. <laughs> are you we'll be on Mars, my friend. Are you happy now that, you, that you've been achieved success as, as you set out? Like, now that you have money, that you have success, that you look, are, do you feel like I'm happy? Happiest ever was living at the Amish. It's been downhill since then, but I don't only live Wait, for happiness. Say that again. I think the happiest I ever was was when I lived at the Amish. So why don't you life. just live there? Why? That's why I bought an Amish forward. farm one year ago, and I was just there last week. So what I do, I don't think it's realistic for me to become Amish because it's a full-on You religion. can do anything. You're a millionaire. You've got time. You've <laughs> yeah, got but money. You've got youth. I don't believe. They have, they're very religious. I don't have the same religious okay. beliefs, so I'd be a hypocritical one. So I can't really be an Amish. I think part of being happy there is also like knowing what that you, there's possibilities still ahead. Yeah, but let me tell you this. I'm going to tell you something cool. You're going to like this. There's a test. I'm my number one real passion is psychology, by the way, not money. If I and I'm I'm launching this personality test with Dr. David Buss, who's the number one evolutionary psychologist. He wrote the books for Harvard and all that. There's a test called the Dark Triad test, okay? There's three dark attributes humans have: narcissism, Machiavellianism, and being psychotic, okay? I test I test people in LA. I've tested tens of thousands of people. Mm. You can't believe how fucked up people are in cities. When I go to the Amish, if I don't even need to give them the test, they would score, it's a one to 100 scale. 100 being, you're insane. <laughs> they get like, they will get zero, zero, zero. Well, that makes sense because they're in a community, they know each yeah. other, they all love each other. There's, but imagine being around nice no people hustle. all the time. Yeah, yeah, you'd like be that happy. makes you happy. Everyone cares about you. Everyone's yes. like, you can have some of my fucking cornbread, yes. or whatever. Cornbread. They there. I like that you associate <laughs> Amish with cornbread. They probably make a dank ass cornbread, <laughs> fresh milk and shit. Uh, my goal is to bring sense. you back cornbread. The city is kind of hell on earth, you know? Yeah, because we're just millions of us. There's only like half a million jobs. Yeah, and more crazy people move here. Every girl, every guy that thought they were talented and beautiful, they're like, how do you, we're going to L.A. How do you feel you rate on that test? I've taken it. I'm moderate on narcissism. I'm, like, not great and not horrible. How do you How do you approach this <laughs> test honestly? Dude, it's such a well-done test. They Even, trick you. You want to hear something crazy? I've had thousands of people, and this one girl brought her friend about six months ago. So her friend takes the test. We're, I was playing basketball. I was like, take this test. I make everybody take this test. She got the worst score known to mankind. She got 100, 195. Lock her up. Dude. And, and Get so her I out. said to her, joking, I was like, But what are the you questions? Would you strangle a puppy? No, 27 <laughs> questions. Like, 20, it's not that 20. bad. No, 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 it's tricky. They'll do things like, like if, Are parties better when you get there? That's a very narcissistic. Some people are like, Strongly like, agree. That's like a narcissistic. Would trick. anyone? Yeah, that seems like such oh, a. Dude, uh, people, you can't believe how much question. mental problems. It's like such dude, an Look obvious... at Las Vegas. This world. <laughs> full of mental problems every well clearly every <laughs> but, problem it, 
objectively, parties get better when I'm there. <laughs> I want to see your score. But let me tell you, this girl, I said to her, I said, you, I was just joking when I played basketball. I was like, you've killed someone, haven't you? She got she completely got quiet. So I, I pulled her aside. We talked for one hour in my backyard, and she told me, I'm, I'm the first person she ever admitted she killed somebody. She was bullied. She's from Chicago. And she's like, I hit a girl with a pipe behind the head. She's like, she's either dead or in a coma. What, and and that like, test, see you like, later. Jesus. I was no because don't well, hang out with hundreds on that test, Ty. What you do is you never want to be like I never want to see you again because they're kind of psychotic. I might be number two. I was like, it's awesome. We should hang out again. Tell me more about yourself, <laughs> anyway. Like, right. I'm more. You want to see something funny on my phone? I have so many texts that I've that's, had that's people true, by the take way. this and I change their name to Block. So let me. Oh you my can just God, see Ty, all these she's girls. watching this. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to show, but you can see it's like Block. Double block, your security. Block. Block. Jennifer. Damn. Block. I love that. It'll change your Double life. your security tonight. Hey, but <laughs> man, you got Listen, people don't cut enough people off. So anyway, um, so those were people that just like they got like 83, 74. I'm like tricky bitches. Is this how you fucking measure the people in your life? How they rate on this test? <laughs> no, I don't judge You're them. You're like block. They judge <laughs> themselves. One of the questions is, I feel like you have to be stupid to fail that test. Yeah, just no, it's so. That's the whole point. <laughs> Do you ever? <laughs> well, the craziest question that people sometimes answer or strongly agree, do you enjoy picking on losers? People will be like, yes. Yeah, that's, you're an idiot if you answer yes but to that. But there's a lot of bullying. There's a lot of bullying I'm sure the there world, is, man. but even if you're a bully, you're like, I'm, I don't want to embarrass myself. But there's stupid bullies out there. So basically, you have to be stupid and evil mm -hmm. to fail this test. So there's no, there's some false <laughs> negatives, but no false positives. Okay, I love it. So anyway, you got, you you failed the narcissism part. No, I don't fail. I'm right, I'm right in the middle. I'm like between 46 and 51. So not where I'd like to and be. Then, okay, Machiavellian right. is like 35. What does that mean? You've ruled with the iron fist? Fear? No, it's, it's yeah, it's more like um, sneaky. Okay. So say one thing. Like if you ever meet somebody who says to your face, like, oh, do I enjoyed you... you, and then goes and talks behind your back, Machiavellian. Do you change people on your phone to block? Hell yeah. <laughs> that's one of the I questions. hate Machiavellian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, that's not sneaky. That's my right as a human. No, and the microphone right. I, didn't like I, that. By the way, I do agree that that. I think generally people need to block out negative people from their life. It's yeah. too hard. You try to be a good person, try to be compassionate and patient with people you know are like toxic, but right. sometimes you just got to say bye bye. And sometimes mm -hmm. they're in your family. That's bye, the dog. toughest. Yeah. Ooh. Everybody has one psychopath in their family. Mark my words. Make them take the test. Yikes. I have six brothers. I had one mm -hmm. of them I take it that I know has the most mental problems. He scored super high on the second one, Machiavellian, which mm -hmm. is sneaky. Changed his name to Block. No, no. <laughs> yeah, I changed my brother. No, he goes. Oh, this is stupid. I'll just take it again and lie and answer it. The question's differently. And I was like, you just proved the point of the damn test. Auto fail. Yeah, literally. He didn't see All the All right, irony. listen. We're going to take a commercial break. Okay. Guys, please be patient. We will be back. Appreciate you. God bless you. With Ty Lopez. Stay tuned. Boom. <laughs> and now a quick thank you to our sponsors. First of all, I'm talking about MVMT. You know what that stands for? Movement. This watch here is a slamming hot item, okay? MVMT watches movement was founded on the belief that style shouldn't break the bank. The watchmaker's goal is to change the way consumers think about fashion by offering that high-quality, minimalistic product at a revolutionary price. And these guys have sold over a million watches, okay? You could say what you want about me, but when you've sold a million watches, you can't say anything. You let's show them your watch. I'm angry. Hi. That is such a good deal. Can you calm down? No, I'm freaking... <laughs> I, I have been wearing mine today, and I really like it. I'm going to show you taking it off. 
Look, in the department store, this thing is going to run you four or five hundred bucks. But you know who doesn't charge that? Movement. Because they cut the middleman out. And they and charge you four to five times less. Starting at $95. I'm pissed. And it comes with a little screwdriver thing. It's got an adorable screwdriver. <laughs> so what you... more do you need to say? <laughs> so you can adjust it. Like, I always need to adjust it because I got to go with the smallest option here. Hila is an elegant, beautiful lady. And with this watch, I mean, look how elegant and tasteful. So it's over the top. I was sold with a screwdriver. <laughs> so... It's a, basically, it's a $100 screwdriver, and it also comes with a watch. <laughs> but uh, honestly, it's a really sturdy, wonderful build. It looks great. It feels great. They start at just 95 bucks, guys, and you get 15% off today with free shipping, free returns, by going to mvmt.com slash h3. That's right. They have two URLs, apparently. You can also go to mvmtwatches.com slash h3. I think the first one is more intuitive. Just go there mvmt.com slash h3 movement you will not regret it because these guys have sold a million of them <laughs> so they know what they're doing clearly so thank you to them appreciate you and thank you too you know them you love them it's dollarshaveclub.com slash h3 listen we all know that dollar shave club <laughs> makes the best razors in town that's not debated by anyone but did you know that they're also making body wash, shampoo, hair gel, lid balm. They didn't write it here, but they also make baby wipes. I didn't forget. <laughs> That's the highlight of their lineup for me, personally. So, I'm saying, guys, get real. They do it all the best. And when you can finish yourself off with a Dollar Shave Club baby wipe, one wipe Charlie, then you know they've got something going on. What would Charlie think? The baby wipe? He's the guy who he pioneered it. It's his wipe. Listen, I hate going to the store and shopping for gel. I use a lot of hair gel. <laughs> but razors, all this stuff, you know it's so annoying. It's expensive. The, the clerks, they don't know what they're doing. You ask like a nightmare. Go to Dollar Shave Club. They got everything. For a limited time, they're offering the shit shower shave starter kit. You it have to respect like that. sounds like you named that. I, I know. You have to respect that. This promo is literally called shit shower shave. <laughs> It's five bucks, guys. You get the executive razor with three trial size versions of their most popular products. That includes shave butter, body wash, and a one wipe Charlie butt wipes. I'm a huge proponent of butt wipes. I cannot support that enough as a product. I have changed my life. For me, it's like a paradigm shift. You know what that is? A baby wipe for me. I'm just telling you. And these guys make the best ones. Your finger won't even slip through. You won't finger your asshole or anything. You might like that, but do that in a separate time. You will also receive their executive razor, which includes the cartridge. You get replacement blades. Oh, sorry. Scratch that. After the first box, replacement cartridges are sent for only a few bucks a month. But you get a first blade. I mean, I, I'll, I'll use that for months. Months. It, right? It's true, actually. Yeah, you don't need to replace that. So, guys, if you want the butt up, the shave, the butt wipes... Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash h3. That's dollarshaveclub.com slash h3. Thank you for supporting us. And thank you to their butt wipe line of product. And finally, we have Quip. Listen, guys, when you're done wiping your ass with the baby wipes, 
when you're done, <laughs> you got your hot new watch on. You're ready to go get coitus at the club. Don't forget to brush your teeth, you're, you disgusting monster. People don't brush their teeth. I don't understand bad breath. But here's something that will guarantee you never have bad breath again. Quip. Here's something to chew on. Recent studies suggest having good oral health impacts your overall health. Yet most of us don't even brush our teeth properly. You could start brushing better today. Introducing Quip, the new company that's refreshing the way people brush their dang teeth. Quip is an electric toothbrush that packs a premium vibration mm, and timer features into an ultra-slim design. That's half the cost of bulkier brushes. It's basically like Apple designed a toothbrush. It's a weird analogy because Apple's like overpriced. But it is sleek. And this it's basically all the good parts of Apple and not all the bad parts of Apple in a toothbrush. You can even subscribe uh, to new brush head. You can even subscribe to receive new brush heads on a dentist recommended three month plan. It's just five bucks, including the free shipping. Guys, Quip is backed by leading dentists and named one of Times Magazine's best invention of 2016. And apparently, Oprah loves it too. Really? Oprah's 2017 new list, O list. She calls it the O list. I'm sorry. Like, oh, it vibrates. I trust Oprah. <laughs> the O face list. <laughs> Anyway, guys, listen, this electric toothbrush that I swear by, I am obsessed with oral hygiene. This thing, it vibrates, it brushes, it gets in there, boy, starts at 25 bucks. You can't get a good toothbrush for that price. That vibrates? No. Right now, go to Quip.com slash H3 to get your first refill pack free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's right. Free. That's right. Go to getquip, G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash H3. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash H3. Guys, if you're in the market for a watch, for some baby wipes, some razors, or an electric toothbrush, please consider supporting our sponsors. It helps us out. You use all those three products in combination, you will be receiving coitus, my friend. That is my guarantee to you. Coitus sounds like a disease. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a scientific. It's not. Okay. It doesn't sound sexy. No. It's coitus. <laughs> but you'll get it. <laughs> And that's my personal guarantee that is not backed by cash. But anyway, let's get back into the show with your boy, Ty, who probably uses all these products. He's very presentable. <laughs> so see you guys there. Welcome back to the H3 podcast live here with Ty Lopez. Ty, let me ask you. Yes. Do you fuck like crazy? <laughs> <laughs> that was a Twitch comment. Yeah. I, like I was that. curious. Do you fuck like crazy? Um, that's, a, that's an interesting question. What is the definition of fucking like crazy? It's, what are you thinking about in your head? It's pretty literal. Yeah. Well, it could mean you have one girl that you sleep with a lot, or you could have lots fuck of girls. Like, oh, yeah, fuck okay. like crazy means... It's a lot of girls. Yeah, do you spread your seed? <laughs> no. Are you Genghis Khan in this uh, bitch? No, I read that uh, one out of seven people. <laughs> don't tell me about books. <laughs> Just tell me. No, I'm you fuck. I have before. You've had sex. I You're have. Virgin. Once or twice. Okay. <laughs> How about you? <laughs> well, <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd reverse an awkward question and, and fill I the room with awkwardness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes. I shouldn't have brought up that Twitch quote. I saw another one about Green Kush. What do you, um, Green Kush? Do you Green Kush like crazy? You know what? I'm not anti. Do you blaze weed? But when I do, it I feel like it takes me a month to come back to normal. I feel mm. the same way. I hate smoking. Yeah. 
Does it work great for some people? Yeah, for like me, Snoop Dogg does great. Wiz Khalifa. <laughs> these guys seem to be more creative. You know I what think you got to test everything for yourself. It doesn't work. Nothing works for everybody. I agree. You know what it is? I think these guys have been smoking so long right. that it doesn't affect them anymore. Right. I bet when Snoop was 17, when he started blazing, he was like, man, I feel like an, such an asshole right now. Right. Ten years later, he's like, it's all good, baby. Yeah, his tolerance must, he must have to smoke a jungle, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he does, but I don't know. It's not for me, but hey, it, it's like uh, Cat, Cat Steve, what's his name? Cat Williams? Mm-hmm. He's like, man, if you're broke, if you jo- don't have a job, I don't, if you're, and you're not smoking weed, I do not know what you're doing with your <laughs> life. So, I, those are the best times to smoke when you that, literally have that. nothing important to do. The same times that it's good to play World of Warcraft and shit like that. I think you should <laughs> do it also when you're like old. Yeah. Because then you don't care about, your brain, you already got Alzheimer's, <laughs> or you're degenerating let's, let's, for the most yeah, part. Let's simulate Alzheimer's. Yeah, but you're relaxing. I think that's the time to smoke. Let me ask you, what pisses you off the most in life? Oh, man, that's Pet easy. Pet peeve. Annoying people that learn slow. I mean, not like... Like dumb people? Just being honest. <laughs> no, because you don't have to be super high IQ to get... Thi- like, there's a saying I like. Uh, three types of people in the world. One, makes things happen. Second, watches things happen. And third, wonders what happened. Like, half the, I don't care if you're not doing stuff, but people don't, like, people How do you differentiate dumb. a dumb person? Because you can't really blame, like, a person for being dumb. Yeah, but I'm saying e- IQ is like a glass or like this bottle. It's the capacity for intelligence. So you could have a high IQ and only fill the, the bottle up halfway. Hmm. Trust me, I know high IQ people that are morons. I have a high IQ friend, PhD. He said, Ty, I need to borrow 150 grand because my friend in South America said if I send him 150 grand to export TVs there, he'll give me 300 grand back on Friday. This was a Monday. I said, dude, no, you ain't get, this is when I was a skeptic. I said, somebody who promised to double your money exporting shit to South America by Friday. I said, so I gave him 10 grand just to be a friend. I was like, no, I ain't giving you 150. He went and found all these other people, got 150 grand, put it. Come Friday, I said, where's the money? He said, oh, a friend just called me. He said he doesn't quite have it on Friday, but he's going to have it for me on Monday. That was 10 years ago. Wait, you said that's when you were a skeptic. Healthy skepticism. But now you would, like... Now I'd be the same. No, my point is, he's a high IQ guy doing stupid stuff. Sure. So I, I think that dumb is somewhat subjective. Obviously, some people, like Elon Musk, your buddy... Is good friend, your friend of the show. Close. Follow me on Twitter yeah. for a second. <laughs> one second Twitter follower. Yeah, shout he's out. He's like one, he's probably 155 IQ. That's what Bill Gates is. If you use the Stanford Binet test, that it's probably that range. What's your IQ? Um, I never say, but it, it's, I've been in Mensa since I was six, so I'm high enough to be in Mensa, which now is lower. You know how, you know how people yours? are in Mensa? What? Because they tell you. Is that the what? joke? What's the joke about? You know how someone used <laughs> Apple because they Cause told they, you. Is this the joke yeah. like the dentist told on your show? They were telling me you had a dentist that wasn't oh, very funny. No, no, <laughs> it's more. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, I maybe. gotta watch that episode. I thought it was kind of funny. That I don't joke? know if it landed because it was a cold I, room. I didn't know there audience. was a common <laughs> joke about Mensa. What world have I? Do been you know in? how? People, you know the old Mensa joke. Listen, that's been circulating around the planet. <laughs> you know how you you know how to tell if somebody's a Mensa. I I. Yes. Because they'll tell they'll you. Tell Is you. that funny? I mean, I feel oh, like it's, it's not like that It's like humble bad. brag. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you asked me first. <laughs> I'm just a, Yeah, I did. All right, I ruined the joke. Sorry. No, <laughs> no. I, it may have been totally... I can't, that's what I'm saying. I don't know My if it's a cold room. My main takeaway from today's or... podcast is to know 
there are Mensa jokes that have spread throughout America. <laughs> They're out there, man. I got to find three <laughs> of them. So I don't, I don't know if I'm an intelligent person. I've often You're wondered. Smart. I can feel how people's IQ. You're not dumb. You're smart. I don't think I would rate well on an IQ test. Me and you are not as smart as Elon Musk. Well, you don't. Yeah, I mean, you've never seen my results. No, I'm kidding. Clearly. Basically, if you have 155 IQ, you do crazy crap. But yeah. I don't like I. The IQ is like, it's like moving shapes and recognizing patterns. And I think I would do really bad on an IQ. Verbal test. IQ, you have high. Is there verbal yes. IQ tests? The Stanford Binet test is verbal, and then spatial is basically spatial. So yep. I would fail that. Yeah, I, my IQ on spatials decent, but I have higher verbal. You have high verbal IQ. That's why you can be. That's why you're good on YouTube. That's why you're witty. That's got why that. you got the Zillow. I, didn't know that was a I thing. call it the Zillow. <laughs> I got that the Zillow, Zillow vibe. conspiracy vibe. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> but this has been more good press for. Little known fact. That's one of the camera. sponsors are Zillow. You're no, I want to speak. You're failing the spatial <laughs> awareness test. I told you I'm that good on spatial. That's your I'm camera. Not that good on spatial. <laughs> spatial, I failed. No, I can play chess okay, but my one of my my step grandfather, my grandma got remarried at 80. She, my Holy grandpa shit. died when That's she was like. That's kind of cool. I yeah. like that a lot. You can always yeah. find love. Optimism. All right. She wasn't a cynic. Was she smoking weed? No, no, she doesn't need it yet. But she's she ninety nine. Was she fucking like Whoa. crazy? Oh, she's still wow. So that's twenty oh years. Oh my god. Well, yep. and he died. She's outlived oh. two men. Whoa. Men just die. What's wrong with us? Women just outlive us. Right. Did you know well, the number one predictor of that's... being in your hundreds is being a woman? Really? Yeah. Men, men die. We fall apart. Huh. You I know, think we do mostly you, kill ourselves. What do you think about the men's rights movement? Have you heard about that? Yeah. <laughs> Most people think of it. Well, let me preface that because yeah, like I don't want to. I don't want to say you up. Yeah. <laughs> it's not anti-feminism. The way that I understand men's right is stuff like, because um, most people think of it as like anti-feminism, but right. it's like men die, you know, younger. They're the whole have, divorce, they're more depressed. Um, the divorce process is completely right. against men. Yeah, that's true. The courts are completely yes. favored against women. Yep. Men are more suicidal. Right. So so like there seems to be some trends where, you know, maybe maybe it's harder for men in some ways. Right. Yeah. Do, what do you think about that? I think almost every injustice in the world at some level. Is, I'm big on evolutionary psychology is rooted in DNA. So men die younger because I just tested my my testosterone is around eleven hundred. My cousin out there, Maya, we did her blood test. She came back at thirty. I was like, we got to send wow. this back. It's broken. And the lab's <laughs> like, nope, women. So men, ha you know, I have 30, 40 times higher DNA, uh, testosterone than her. Sure. Testosterone is what makes you drive your ca far, uh, your far too cast. Your car too fast. <laughs> my say? That was my verbal skills coming out, <laughs> my Mensa skills. Yeah. No, but it makes you get in barroom fights. Almost all serial killers are men. Almost all murders are men. Sure. So some of it's deep. I, I think a lot of things we think in, it's the same thing with feminists saying that it's in, unjust that women don't get paid as much as men, which is true, but it's still rooted in evolution. Women have estrogen. It makes you not care as much about conquering. If women ruled the world, there wouldn't be wars. There'd just be you once don't a believe month. That. There'd be you don't believe that. There'd be moody, not talking to <laughs> Come each on. other. There'd be wars if women ruled the world. Less. Women have waged wars. Less. There have been some queens. Well, that's such a that's such a ridiculous hypothetical. It's like Amazonians. You seen those man? Those those are warmongers, man. Have you really? seen Wonder Woman or whatever? The, uh, yeah. Amazon. What map do you have? Do you Gotta have a map that has plant, uh, you, a country dude. of Amazon? 
No, man. Look, Kim Jong Un. But there's something. Do you think there's something Stop. to it? Like that courts automatically by by default think that women deserve the right custody of children, even if they're like addicts. Yeah, I'm not. Big. I think the court system's messed up on a lot of divorce. Stuff. Yeah. I think it should just be fair. You look at the situation. There's no preconceptions about gender, and you go, "Who would be the better parent?" So you hate feminists? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's how this is going to come out. That's how going to come. All right, let's get off this. Whatever. You're the one advocating the pro man's rights. No, I agree. That I, I just I don't know why it For came the up. Record, we were talking. Was him? Yeah, uh, people's rights. People He's helping being paid people under the table uh, by the pro man, anti-feminist. I'm just in favor of people helping people. Let me ask you, what's the worst someone's ever screwed you over? Oh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> I'd say... You know, I've been lucky in business. I mean, the worst. It's probably a non-business stuff. Business, I feel like I'm, so f- I'm more focused, so I try to weed people out early. Dating. What's the worst dating thing? I got kicked out of the Bellagio I couldn't go to for a while. I, was, I had dated this girl like once or twice and she came to visit me in Canada. And she had some like, she brought like some shady friends. I remember like, who the hell? And one time I walked in my hotel room and they were in there taking money out of my suitcase. What? <laughs> Jesus. So I was like, and I was in such shock. Like I was like, what? You know how it takes you a while to realize? Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And they took off down the hall. They ran. I go like this. Like, I only known her like one date. She had been there like took off with this dude. I ran them Fucking down like crazy, as I suspected. <laughs> they went right at the exit. I like basically. I didn't quite tackle. I didn't tackle the girl, but the guy. And then the police came and thought I started it, and they took me downstairs at Bellagio. I couldn't go to the Bellagio for quite a while. You're like, dude, somebody really? stole my shit. Yeah, yeah, but they didn't believe me because they were like, no, huh. we didn't. This guy just ran us down and tackled us. <laughs> so, so it's you, not the are, worst, are you but still allowed annoying. to go to the Bellagio? You know what? It's been long enough. That was like seven years ago. They got your face I'm on the wall. I'm still like, fuck the Bellagio. I never go there. Yeah. I was just staying. I, I would stay at some Everybody else. tweet at the Bellagio. Fucking. <laughs> Bellagio. How dare you? Your bitch ass. Ty, Security then tag guards. Ty Lopez and hashtag men's rights. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was true. They believed her because she was like, she was like, oh. There you go. I'm talking. She was pretty. Back. So the security guards are like, mm, we got this ugly dude and we got this girl. <laughs> I Take them to the basement. They took me to a basement. <laughs> are you serious? I'm serious. They have like a whole like jail holding cell down there. That's man. a little oh rough. It was. I mean, I was. I guess people are rowdy in Vegas. Yeah. You don't fuck around there. Yeah. Do you gamble? A little bit. I tend to play? lose. Black. I just play for fun, man. Black I hate blackjack. <laughs> I, I, hate been I, I know how to play. Those I play poker. Blackjack is like a money hole. It's a black hole of money. We have went there with friends. They do high rolling yeah. bets. Did they and lose? it's like you go up. Even if you go up, it sucks it out. You People, it's they insane. come, they go. Yeah. You sit there all night. People come, they put thousands down. They're killing it. All their money's gone. It's just... It's, it's so fast that people just lose thousands in like a minute. It's yeah. crazy. A guy told, I was there, you know, three days ago or whatever, and I asked the dealer, what's the worst you've seen? He said a guy lost like 110 grand in like three minutes. It's he, sick. And it's he's sick. like, the guy didn't have a lot of money. And he's like, I felt oh, real. That was probably his kids, his kids' school, the mortgage. Jeez. That's co- got to be hard to see. And you know what's funny? When you're up, you tip them, right? You're all yeah. jovial nice. And then when all your money's gone, you're yeah. like, I just tipped you $1,000. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm like, fucking broke. A little bit yeah, of can I? Right. That's why they put it in that <laughs> hole there. They put it in there. It's gone. Yeah. But you they're would. so annoying. Like, I mean, there's more rules than ever. There was a guy at our table who had a spit thing, tobacco. And the guy's like... That is against the rules. Yeah. And people come up and watch. You can't even have they were bitching me out. You can't even have yeah, your phone, phone on the They were bitching me out because I was table. cursing. Yeah. 
I was cursing yeah. rules. And not but they them. let people smoke right in front of you. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. this is what's wrong with the world. It's like marijuana is illegal, but alcohol, I mean, in a lot of places, but alcohol isn't. And alcohol, yeah. 70% of murders, somebody's drunk. Oh, alcohol and bad decisions. Life plus they Las go together. Vegas. That's why go. it's free. <laughs> I know. They, they just pass liquor that shit you out. up, boy. You know, in, in Vegas, I don't know if this is true. I know, I think it was like 10 years ago. I don't know if it's changed. In Vegas, smoking weed is, well, now it's legal in Nevada, right? Yeah, it just became. So, before that. There's a that, huge billboard when you come yeah. in. It's like, mm-hmm. for all your cush needs. <laughs> so, stop. so, that's different now. But it used to be that marijuana was like a, like a felony. Right. And cocaine was a misdemeanor. Yeah. Because mm. they're like, come here, drink, get all coked out. Dude, do you know your how mind. many people are bullshit in prison right now, rotting away? You cannot fab. I just what, saw. because of drug charges? Just anything, man. Because being poor. I mean, Big money there. black, Latin, Puerto Rican. I just read the story of Attica from the night, you know, 1960s, this whole riot thing. I mean, dude, they used to lock people up. These guys were putting Attica, iso- little prison isolation chamber, uh, cells for breaking parole at 17, sure. 18 years old. Yeah. If it's, I have if I have one bone to pick, like with the Amer- with America, yes, yeah, the worst the, part of America, the incarceration is insane. It's the worst part 1% of America. One percent. Yeah. Of all Americans are in prison. I read that the Missouri Missouri Supreme Sick. Court froze, it was a few years ago, froze um, death row because once DNA came out, 10 to 20% <laughs> of people were instantly proved innocent. Dude, you got a death so row one out of five. Sick, they didn't do anything. That's sick. Oh a guy just, I just started, a, I gave some money to a guy randomly. I read a paper, an article, this is a month ago. He just got out of prison. He'd been in there since 1994 for a rape. DNA came out. That he is in zero chance. He came out and the, they gave him a hundred dollars. <laughs> that is fucked. A hundred dollars is what he wow. got from the state. <laughs> it's hard to be outraged. It's so unjust. It's like mm-hmm. what? It's over. And it's always because that's what I was saying. When you don't have money, if you can't get a good lawyer, by the way, you got a good chance you're gonna go to prison. Men's right. A woman can yeah. just be like, dude, rape me, and court's just like, oh, okay, let's lock him up. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, clearly, that's a sensitive statement, right? Because. A lot of times it's true, right? Yeah. But it's way. But the, the the issue with justice is if there's any doubt, you don't lock them yes. up. Yes. Because it's better to lock up, let free a hundred yes. guilty people than one innocent person. Absolutely. Right. That's the guiding. But law that's not of the justice. way it is now. No, Look at it's drugs. Not. People went in there for drugs. I mean, it, you shouldn't go to prison for yeah. smoking weed. It's no. fucking sick. Man. Even mm-hmm. even most drugs is a sickness, man. People. My brother. Right. Got, one of my brothers got addicted to heroin at age fourteen. Really? And now he works for me. Yeah, he's clean. Wow. He's sober for like a year. Yeah, we have a different mom. It's my half brother, but man, it, it brought him down a track. It's hard to get back from. And when you, you have to ask yourself, there's two types of people in the world. There's just people that are so fucked up. You are never going to fix them, and those people you got to keep away. Mm-hmm. You know, people eating people, cannibals. Oh, yeah, violent criminals. Yes. Those are the only people we should be locking up. Yes, and then the rest of the people you try to. I, that's why I said. Farms, man, they should put them get a big farm up in Montana, not much around, put people to work. Dude, that I love it. Get, get in touch with Tyler nature. Lopez for president. No, <laughs> hell no. You for president. You got no. a lot of you, Nope. Why? You think you could do better than Donald Trump? I think I had once 
delusions of running for public office. Really? But I think Trump ruined it. <laughs> not, Why? Not, not it made because, it more likely no, that no, you could because be. Because it's no, just you, become like a, it's like a meme now. It's like a, right. it's a like bad celebrities meme. running for office. Right. You've got, it the started Rock. with Ronald Reagan. Right. You have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. You've got, you've, you have so many celebrities now. And now we have one that's president. Right. Who's like a reality star previously. And it's just like, people are tired of it. Like, I think I don't Oprah, want another though, reality. Oprah would be a sure. I haven't been. I heard she might be president. I was like, I'm all. Wait, are you I, serious? Oprah's thinking. Well, she running? said she's not going to do it. But whenever people say not going to do it, that's when they do it. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know about Oprah. <laughs> Oprah would be. She's smart. I mean, she's she's, she's a gentle first, soul. She's the youngest billionaire woman. She's high IQ. She's smart. But she's also. This is what my basic. Do you need thing to know Oprah's. about like world politics before you get in like the bullpen. Do you think most of the presidents knew that much? You think George W. Bush knew that much about world politics? I mean, he's the gov. He's a was a governor. Did you ever see that interview where George W. Bush was asked uh, who was the ruler of Afghanistan, and he goes, "The general." And the guy goes, general. what's his name? And he goes, General. You never saw that? They, they literally took it off the internet. Like, it was the funniest video. He must have the best SEO guys. They took de-index that shit. He really? literally went for like five minutes. The general. Wait. And the guy was hey, pushing Ian, him. look for the damn Please general find that. If you find that, is the greatest look, George W. Bush thing George ever W. and retrospect, the guy had low verbal IQ. That is probably true. <laughs> I liked his dad. H. Yeah, his Bush. dad was popular. I liked H. Bush. I liked Bill Clinton because he was... He was just like Slick Willie. Yeah, I that guy fucked. He did. He did. For all you Twitch people, please comment. Oh my God, Bill, Bill Clinton fucks. fucks. <laughs> I <laughs> interviewed Hillary Clinton. She is not as dynamic as Bill. Dynamic? Clearly not. No. Bill is. <laughs> she more. lost. You know, Bill Clinton. True story. Not a humble brag, but kind of cool. I was driving to San Diego, and Maya goes, "Ty, pull over. I got to Facetime you." And I'm like, "What?" I pull over, and Bill Clinton Facetime me. And she was with Bill Clinton, my I, cousin. She I, was in Vegas gambling with him, believe it or not. Oh, that's kind and of we a talked advice. books because you know I always talk books with these guys. So he told me his favorite books, and um, Hillary told me her favorite book, and Elon told me you won't. Okay, yes, tell me anything about you. Elon. More about Elon. I don't care about these fucking. <laughs> yeah. Clinton. You don't care about presidents. <laughs> these guys are presidents are not done. important. <laughs> You've seen Bill Clinton. He looks like a raisin, dude. Oh. Tell me about Elon. He's supple and young. Bill Clinton looks like a raisin. He's old, dude. I don't care about him. Okay. All right. I never thought of him that way. But from... Looks like one of these dancing raisins. I was at the HBO. This is a cool little story. I got a video. I haven't posted. I'm going to send it to you. It was at Golden Globes, and he was there. And I walked up to him, and I said, we met before. I said, Elon, what is your favorite book and why? And his wife slash girlfriend was with him. And she pulled him away. She's like, we got to go. We got to go. Wait. But, oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. This is your man. Yeah. EM. Yeah. Ely. He only fucks the hottest women in the world. Elon Musk? Yeah. He's more of a one girl guy. No, he fucks. Yeah, but. He's like Batman. You know how Batman always had like the side chick who was <laughs> He's like not the like most Bill slamming? Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> He's Batman. Yeah, he does all right with the women. Yeah. But I said to him, what's your favorite book? What do you I think he clip, said? by the way. What do you think he said? I, I, don't, know, I don't know. Tell me. He goes, Lord of the Rings. Really? And then his wife pulled sweetheart. him away, okay? So he goes out. <laughs> what is And while he was walking away, I said, why? And he walks away, and I'm like, that's the end. I have my little video camera. Two minutes later, he comes back, and he goes, I got to tell you why. Apparently, this is a big subject for him. He goes, because the moral of the story is you should try something even if you might fail. That's cute. I that's thought terrible. that was cool. Well, clearly, also because it's a help because it's very. I thought you would be more touched by that. You were not touched by that. Well, I feel like your cynicism can be 
can be I feel like optimized yeah. by his optimism. <laughs> I feel like you can't tell the moral again. No, you miss it once. You, you. This is a business world. You snooze, you, you lose. fail. You try. <laughs> you try. He said I you should do something even, even if you, you might fail. Yeah, even if you're gonna because fail. apparently. You gonna boil down the entire Lord of the Rings to that? That's what he did. <laughs> your legend, your your hero, your lord. It's a great book. I'm gonna send you a signed <laughs> autograph by him and say, "Sorry about the Get Twitter follow." Get his ass <laughs> on the fucking show, dude. All right, here's the clip. By the way, oh, he's on like. Wait, wait. It's in a room. Is, is this, this really it? it? Back in Dan, it's oh, please tell can me you, this is can it. You turn it up. How did you find we it? We have the best interns in the world here at the <laughs> Street Podcast Time. We have people you wouldn't believe. Mensa scales off the chain. Mensa <laughs> scale is, is that's the third Mensa test. You have is your spatial, right? verbal, and, and YouTube, YouTube ability. <laughs> can you crank it? Can you oh yes, Dan. Yes, you I don't found wait. it. I don't want to bust. This my is nut. amazing. I can I Snapchat this for one second? Am I allowed to snap? Yeah, you can do that. Here, let, look this way for me. Hey, hey, everybody, and ties. Are you going? Oh, hey. Look where I. Who, oh. who still uses Snapchat? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just spilled my water. What's up, Hilla? We're talking What's live, up? and they found my favorite George Bush video. Why are we all glowing? Hey. Looks so glowing. <laughs> He's got that glow filter glow on. Glow filter. Okay. All right, so, can this. I hear this? Yeah, let's go. President of Taiwan. Yeah, the new Pakistani general has just been elected. He's, he's uh, not elected. This guy took over office. He appears he's going to bring stability to the country, and I think that's good news for the subject. You can name him. General. I can name the general. <laughs> he's the general. General. The new prime minister of India is. Uh, uh, no. Well, good news is there's a longer like one where he can literally they ask him ten times the general. Look, in a way, in a way, you gotta respect George because he was he was very forthcoming with his ignorance. I'm surprised you're right. such a you're a George Bush I don't, fan. No, I don't know because at the time I hated him, but in retrospect, he seems like a, a gentle, kind soul, and I got I have appreciation. Because like now here, he's painting. He's painting now. Ian, find a clip. There exists First a clip. First they laugh at you, then they hate you, and then what do they do? The goal is to not be a president. Then they, then it's to be the ex-president. That's when you're loved, man. George Bush drunk at a wedding. Have you seen this? It's hard not to love the guy, honestly. Let me show you this clip. Hey, he's for the people. This is this is turning the George Bush hour. <laughs> Only in America would a couple like that be allowed to unite. Beautiful people, yes. Beautiful people. Yes. God bless America? God bless America, yes. This being an election year, you know they're wonderful people. High taxpayers. Uh, do I know any stories about it? No, I don't. No. Very mundane people, but... No, give me one little story about Jamie. Very boring. Very boring person. <laughs> but a wonderful person. But very I like boring. that they had to any block his face yeah, out. Yeah, I know. Why? I know. Is that guy so important that yeah. he can't be known? He's yeah. part of the Illuminati. You know, one of the things from H3H3 H3 is people are convinced I'm in the Illuminati. I did a Twitter poll. 60% of people well, either yeah, say yes say or not sure. What I like the not sure. Hmm. There's actually people out there going, I'm kind of on the fence on that thing. Yeah, I'm on the fence. And I'm like, <laughs> do you think the Illuminati uses Twitter polls? Is that That's a the, but you're hiding the lion's den. Ah. Right? Don't you understand? Dan, this mic keeps breaking. <laughs> this mic doesn't like me. So let me ask you, is that like the Princess Dan, Bride you thing? The... You're like, he's not in the, he says he's in the not in the Illuminati. Yeah. Therefore, I cannot take the Illuminati in front of me. Do you believe in, in um, do you believe in, in my... secret organizations like that? 
Um, I think that secret organizations used to be more powerful before uh, cell phones. Now with cell phones, anything secret, somebody's going to snap it. It's hard to do a conspiracy. That's it. Because if you have in, in, in a room all the ex-presidents or whatever, like they do at Bohemian Grove, yeah. I mean, these guys all respect the there no cell phone rule. Yes. Nah, but somebody's doing it. You know, I went to this music thing the other day, and they put our phones in pouches. Hmm. You know what people did? I was in the bathroom. They were cutting the pouches. <laughs> it was Rihanna's dinner because Dave Chappelle was hosting, and he doesn't want anyone to steal his jokes. Oh, I've heard that he makes really? people turn yeah. their phones off. That <laughs> it was nuts. And I'm like, they're like, give us your phone at the door. I'm like, ah, uh, no, this has all my business on it. She's like, well, you ain't getting in. So I went to my assistant and go, give me your phone. I handed their phone. <laughs> that's my Machiavellian side. Yes. Yeah, so failing that one. Failing too. that now, that's one. That's actually smart. We went to like a Hell's Kitchen showing with Justin and they. Yeah. They Remember? made. Who? They Timberlake. Made... Oh, Timberlake. Yeah. Okay. Friend of the show. No. <laughs> Justin Roiland. Okay. Why did you see every Justin? Because there's a lot of famous Justin. No, because I'm trying to think what Justin wouldn't want a phone there. It's usually right. not like Justin, your neighbor. It's like, when you come over to my house to watch the game, we're locking up phones. What was the Hell's Kitchen thing? The, oh, the show? Oh, the show. Yeah. yeah, they yeah were... but I thought you just meant you were in Hell's Kitchen, New York. No. That's no. Area. We, were at, we were at a screening of the show Hell's Kitchen, yeah. and they yeah. made us remove our phones. Yeah. Which is so dumb. And then a hell of people were just, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, get in 20 years, we're going to laugh about this. Kids are going to be like, they used to make you not snap because like, everything's going to be live streamed. Right. You think so? Yes. Well, anyway, they were saying, hide your phone, and I was, like, being all serious about it, like, holy fuck. And, like, half the people are out, got their phones yeah. out recording. Yeah. yeah. Some people, man. Those Machiavellians. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you name them as a species. Amazon's so a Machiavellian. This is a new country. I got, there's confusion yes. about you. Yes. You're rich, but my question is, before you were rich, and you're mm. teaching people how to be rich because you're rich, mm. how did you get rich? It's like a catch-22. I started, I've started tons of businesses. You were on a couch. So on a couch. First what business, was the first step First you business took? was food business. Okay. What, what, we, I leased a farm. Leasing. leasing. Leased a farm? I leased a farm. With a, and that? I got an investor to put in $60,000, and we raised cattle. And my first business- How do you meet someone who invests $60,000 in you? That seems like it a big hurdle. It was a farmer. It was another farmer. Yep. It was a Joel, Joel Salton. He put sixty grand, and I made $12,000 in one year. That was my first profit. Hmm. Wasn't much. I started, I took that money. I traveled around the world to meet smart people. I went to Australia. I went to South America, Chile. I went to India. I went to um, Ireland, wherever I could find smart people. And then my second business was a consulting company. What do you mean? You get off the plane, you're in Ireland. And you're like, okay. I literally would like email people and be like, I read your book. I would really like oh, to learn from you. Interesting. And you, it's ama- you're asking what should someone do who's like broke or has a job at McDonald's they hate. You'd be amazed if you email 10 people that you think are out of your league. Sure. I promise you one or You know, my friend Frank Ponce, I told him this. I gave a talk on this. This is like 2012. I said, email 10 most important people. One will write you back. Guess who wrote them back? Mm. I shit you not. Elon Musk. Fuck. Really? I need to write you. And he had lunch with Elon Musk. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> because part of it was he had this really hot assistant. So he sent a picture. Uh, I think he had her oh send God. the email. And then he tagged along. Machiavellian, Great. pretty slick. Man. Batman. Man. Yeah, but he's like, dude, Man. he came back like two weeks later. He's like, dude, want to see my lunch with Elon Musk? Wait, I'm Elon like, Musk just had lunch with some pleb? Yeah, but well, he brought the girl. It was a short lunch. Oh, he's Batman. It's 20 minutes with Elon Musk. I don't like that story. Yeah, wait, wait. <laughs> you don't like that story? Did he ever talk to the girl? Did anything happen with the girl? No, he was he was normal. Wait, he just came to get a peek at a cute girl? 
I, I no, because she said something interesting. They were talking about okay, you know, well, it was like a movie. He wanted he was he's a movie guy, so he's like, I want you to see my script. And Elon Musk loves Hollywood stuff, by the way. If you want to meet Elon, tell me everything come you know about Elon. To red carpet Listen, events. Ty, I, I see him at every red carpet event. Ty, I don't care. Honestly, you're this was my a new bait. Plus one. This was a bait. I just knew that you're an Elon Musk enthusiast. I just keep brought you here to talk about him. You know the best thing Elon Musk says. You ever heard of his video on how to argue uh, and think from first principles? Mm-mm. That's something everybody should do. If you're completely broke or life sucks or whatever, take Elon Musk's advice. Arguing from first principles in a nutshell is imagine if you had no constraints, no limits, what would your plan be? Mm. And then, so like he just says, uh, I want to, I think we need to go to Mars. And he just builds a business before he knows how to do it. I mean, God bless them. Yeah, That's but I'm saying more of us have to do sure. that because mm-hmm. a lot of people are stumped by little problems. I mean, people that are, you know, people don't realize one of the reasons that I have all these online programs, dude, you can't believe how many success stories I get. It's mm. insane. 67 steps, all these programs, social media marketing, and the people that do the best, the best this year, um, I launched this course on how to do a social media marketing agency, this jading guy. He, I met him. He's making one hundred and ten thousand dollars a month at twenty-one. Mm-hmm. I showed him how to build an agency and manage businesses, social media. It's so obvious. No mm-hmm. businesses, no social media, and they'll mm-hmm. trust younger people with that. So I asked him, like, why weren't you skeptical? And he's like, Oh, I didn't know you. I didn't. He didn't realize you could be skeptical. That's one cool thing about being young. Remember when you're like eighteen, you meet somebody, a girl, or you know, you're like dating someone, and you're like. I'm in love. It's the love of my life. <laughs> right. And you don't think about the repercussions in this mind. You just, like, go all in. And that's you know what, what I think this, Elon this, Musk the does. The cynical part of me, when I hear you say that, okay. thinks that you're just tar- you're specifically targeting, like, gullible people. No, because I just, I'm <laughs> such broad. It, I target your channel. Part, or yeah. Is your channel full Not of Not anymore. I do. I don't see your beautiful face <laughs> grace on my channel anymore. My AdSense is in the toilet. Okay. Why do you That's think I do this? Now I now I know why I'm back on the show. This is a plug. They're like, let's be nice to Ty. I'm going to make a video. This is what I'm going to say. I'm going to take this clip, and my opening video will be like, yo, I'm here in my garage. I'm targeting uh, A Street HTV because Ethan <laughs> said you guys are all gullible. And so. It might work. Men's rights. Try it. I'll throw that out. So anyway, back back to where we were. Because yes. I found it interesting. You're, you're traveling the world looking yeah. for smart people. I actually find it interesting. You're like uh, just emailing people in Ireland. Yeah. And you're like, dude's like, cool, come see me. Yeah. You get on a plane. You're specifically there to see someone. Yep. Got it. I went to this guy, Bill Mollison. I'll never forget. He invented this system called permaculture, mm-hmm. which is like how to create environmentally friendly systems where your rainwater off your roof feeds a pond, which grows fish, and sure. then you eat it. And so he lived in Tasmania. It's an island. So I ran out of money trying to get to this guy. I took a plane to Melbourne, Australia. Then I took a plane to, I forget what the capital of Tasmania. I remember when I landed, it was completely on fire. They're like, yeah, we, our city goes on fire once a year in the drought. I was like, what the hell? We land through smoke. I get there. I rented a car. He lived on, the, it was before Uber, on the other side of the island. I was driving like 100 miles an hour. There's like nobody on the road. I come around the corner. There's sheep, a whole thing. They have no fences. The sheep just go across the mm. road. So I almost died. I show up at his house, and he's the weirdest guy ever. And I was so disappointed. But I learned my lesson from that. Everything you try, like Abraham Lincoln said, learn from everybody, even if it's what not to do. And sure. I remember being mm. like, 
never idolize people too much mm-hmm. because even the smartest people sometimes are weird as fuck. Yeah, sure. That's so true. I did, I stayed for like one day and I was like, okay, sure. I'm glad I spent all my money to get here. I'll just mm-hmm. walk back to America. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'd, so so you you traveled. You had a farm. Yep. You traveled. Then what? Well, I didn't have a farm at the time. After the farm, I traveled. Yeah, after the farm, you traveled. Where you? Then I came back to North Carolina. My mom was getting divorced. And so I was like, I'm going to go back, help family. And that's when I came back and I had all these farm skills. And this is back in the city. And I'm like, these are not marketable skills. Right. I live with the Amish. I knew how to harness horses. I still do. Uh, I know how to milk cows. I know how to grow food. So that's when I ended up in a mobile home. Uh, I grew up in a mobile home from like age 13 to 18. Then I came back when my mom was divorced. Mm -hmm. And there's no room for me, so I got a couch. My mom was like, they know what to hear. I'm renting this out to make mo- extra money. She gave me a couch. And that's when I decided to go back to college. And while I was in college, I got a part-time job because, like, man, college is expensive. Like, people think I can't. What kind of college did you go to? I went to NC State. Okay. And it was, I remember it was like $1,000 per either class or per semester or whatever. And I remember being like, that was a lot of money for me. Yeah. And so I got a job. And I forget what, it was like a little dumb college campus like serving coffee job and i remember my paycheck after two weeks part-time was like 80 dollars after after um taxes i was like what <laughs> so i remember what joel Salton, my farm mentor had told me he's like you know bootstrap your way out of your problem so i started a little company it was a it was a company that consulted on where you should buy farmland because i was mm. like what do i know farmland mm. so i put an ad in this farm magazine called stockman grass farmer for i remember it was a hundred dollars in marketing costs to get sure. and i remember being like a hundred dollars big gamble at the time <laughs> like now me and my business partner between the two of us i've spent 600 million dollars on online advertising he spent more than me 600 million yeah he Are spent you more than me. kidding me you burned through that much lot. money but i need to back over up. multiple <laughs> careers no not on youtube this is all things combined me and him um on youtube i've probably spent I would say 25 to 30, maybe 45 million bucks. Wow, really? That's a lot of impressions. Yeah. That's what I mean, dude. Yeah. You got to, we need that Ty Lopez cash. I need to throw a million your way. Just, (laughs) who who cares about results? Just give me the chair. (laughs) Anyway, so where were you? Um, So anyway, I put that $100 and one call came in from a guy I had met random. Remember I told you I emailed people? This guy, I had stayed at his farm in New Zealand, Gary Townsend. And he called me, he goes, oh, I saw you start a little consulting company. He goes, I want to buy land in America, and I don't know where to start. And he goes, I'll pay you to write an article. So I didn't have a computer, so I went in the NC State little lab. Write an article? Uh, write a white paper on where my recommendations. Okay, Because so you know I'd been report. all around America. I drove mm-hmm. all around. Sure. So I wrote him a paper. I basically told him to buy it in, like, Missouri. And I wrote a two, pa- two three-page thing on the computer owned by NC State. I emailed it to him. He wrote back, thank you. And he said, what's your bank account number? I'll wire you money. And um, he said, I said, what are you going to send me? He goes, I'll just pay you the standard rate I pay all consultants. So a couple days later, I think it was either five or $10,000 wow. he wired for like, for like one hour of work. And right. I remember going, I want to be an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I had that $80 check I hadn't cashed yet. I was like, I don't even want to go cash this. Some I want to yeah. pee on this and burn it. <laughs> and uh, and so then that was the beginning. And I, then I got in. Uh, then I started. Um, Did I you was, buy that farm? He bought some land 
He didn't buy much. Dude, rich people just buy, they make plans. He didn't end up following your recommendation. He didn't, I, he bought a little bit in America. He, no, he bought some. But I don't think it was much because of me. The smart people like that, they want lots of opinions. So mm, they'll pay sure. 10 people, 10 grand, pay 100 grand, and then they'll sure. pick one of the choices. Sure. Yeah. Um, so, what was I saying here? You were, you were, uh... You understood that's... Yeah. That's when what you understood you, you, you want to be an entrepreneur. You got oh, yeah. yeah. So so then um, <coughs> after that, I was still, that money, I had debts and stuff. So that five or ten grand went relatively quick. I paid my college tuition. And I um, I said to my uncle, the only person in my family who had ever made a hundred grand was my uncle mm -hmm. doing car sales. So he happened to be one of the people living in the mobile home. His wife had died of Lou Gehrig's disease, nasty disease. And I said, what should I do? He said, Either go into car sales or finance because you don't need a college degree. So I got a Yellow Pages and I found this random full page ad. I called the guy, said, Can I come in tomorrow? His name was Mike Stainback. And I walked in and I said, For what? Uh, he was financial services. So okay. he's doing investments, insurance, all You were looking stuff. for a job. Yeah, but he didn't know that. I just okay. called and was like, Can I meet? He probably thought I was going to buy something. Sure. I got this suit that from the Salvation Army. I'll never forget it had like shoulder pads. Right. It was horrible, I, yeah. man. And I walked in there and <laughs> did it had shoulder pads. No, I've, I've seen a picture. Suits, You've man. seen it. Yeah, yeah, do you still there. wear them? Or? No, no, I prefer without the, these days. Do you ever wear Hillas? They were hot. Hillas woman pantsuits? You ever seen, strange. <laughs> have you ever seen no. that uh, The Office where he comes in and he's wearing Michael, do you like The Office? Yeah, big fan. Michael Scott has the female suit on. You never <laughs> oh, seen that one? I don't remember that episode. <laughs> well, back when I was a kid, the the padded shoulders were hot business. It was. I don't know what it was, but it looked absolutely ridiculous. It, it got your shoulder to waist ratio. Okay. That triangular muscle. It just looks like look. you have pads. Though. <laughs> so anyway, you walk I, in. So I walk in and padded. I was like, Mike, you don't know me, but if you teach me what you know, I know you're obviously successful. You got a full page ad, this <laughs> office. Um, I'll work for you for free. And I don't forget, he had this big mustache. He Yo, looked like that's Tom smart. Selleck. And he, he was like this, and he turned his big chair slowly, and he goes, you know, I've been looking for someone like you for <laughs> 20 years. And he goes, show up in the morning, and I'll give you an office, and you start working. And then that was, I was walking out. He looked at me. He's from the south. This is in North Carolina. He goes, Ty, one more thing. If you actually listen to me, one day you'll hug my neck. Hug my neck? It was neck? a weird thing to say. What does I'll that never mean? Forget it. It's a southern saying. Hug it's like, neck. I'll give him a hug. Okay. And I came in the morning, and my office was a closet with filing cabinets with a chair that I couldn't. Love and, he, it. and he put a cold call list down in front of me. Wow. And he said, if you can call, turn this into money, I, you can, I'll split it with you. This is legitimately mm. like a plot from like The Pursuit of Happiness yeah. or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Like the only thing's missing is like a Rubik's Cube or oh, something. Oh, you mean the, the, the Porsche one where he walks up to the guy in the Porsche, yeah. Will Smith? Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. I'll tell you, very few men or women can handle the bathroom scene without crying. Remember when Will Smith's there yeah. with his son? Yeah. Woof. You, you should play that oh, in prison. Yeah, yeah. Even hardcore mm, criminals no, no. be crying on that <laughs> on that scene. So, but, uh, so anyway, you get this job. And You're I learned in the closet. sales. You got the cold calls. For all you that don't know what to do, 70% of billionaires spent years in sales. So mm. I was in sales and I learned, that's when I learned the that's internet. That's a trial by fire. Cold call. Cold call. And he had me cold calling life insurance. That so here's the brutal. pitch. Here's the pitch. You don't know me. I'm interrupting your dinner. And I'm going to, I want you to pay money today for things that will benefit people when you die. How do you Are even you interested? Close? Yeah. How do you even close that? Okay. Here's what I figured out. This is where you have to be. Art of War. Sun Tzu. Best business book or most popular business book ever. 
You have to know the enemy. Now, it wasn't the enemy, but you have to know who you're facing. And I realized, don't sell to the men. Sell to the wives. Mm. So when I call, I'd be like, is Mrs. So-and-so? And I'd be like, if something happened to your husband... And these are like, you can hear the babies crying in the background. They got right. a mortgage. All of a sudden, the wife's like, hell yeah, I want life insurance. <laughs> Call me. I don't have right, enough. Right. And so that's why I said creativity gets you out of your problems. Most people, when they reach, I read something that said the 70% of people quit when they reach one obstacle. Anything. Hmm. Lifting weights, starting a business. Uh, then another 20%. So like 90% of people quit after two. And 99% of people quit after three. So a lot of people, if you give them that cold call list... They just three obstacles. They're like, I can't do this, and Impossible. they walk out. Yeah, yeah. I was. I don't think I was smart or admirable. I just didn't know I could quit. I had no other options. Right. So I was like, well, well I, I guess I got to get smart. Mm-hmm. I love the. I love that angle of like going into your dream job and be like, I'll work for free. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure to anyone who's listening here is trying to improve their situation that that works. Yep. For example, our intern. Just yeah. to say, the guy. God bless Ian, the intern. He emailed us, mm-hmm. cold emailed us, and was like, hey, I'm in school. I, I'm a fan. I want to be an intern. And we just, like, blew him off and blew him off and blew him off and didn't answer. And he kept emailing us for, like, six months. And I'm like, fuck, dude, let's get we this truly, fucking guy. He was messaging me, and we <laughs> yeah. truly were busy, and we're figuring it out yet. We didn't know. The podcast was, like, a new thing. We kept making changes. We didn't know what we need. So every time he would message me, I'm like, try again later. I'm, I don't right. know. Try again. Yeah. Well, and he, he kept trying. It's been a few months maybe. Well, I've always been and apprehensive now, about, like, taking people through that channel because it's always right. like, you know, what, it's just a person, an email. But he was presentable and he was persistent. Yeah. And by the way, he rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I love that approach of just, like, finding that creative in. Yeah. Yeah. I had this guy in the garage, the video, the famous garage video. Um, a guy found me one night. This is like 2014. And he just walks up to the door. And I get, I get this still, but it's harder to find that house. The house I live in now, certain people put my address all over the internet. Well, you yeah. filmed there. <laughs> you filmed not there certain first. people not to be named. You filmed there. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of a, like one. It's not. It's a no, unique I'm joking. house. It, it's fine. But the other one, this dude shows up <laughs> and he goes, dude, I'm basically homeless. I take care of my grandpa. He's on his deathbed. And I walked from Long Beach. Wow. He walked 35. And he, I said, how'd you find a house? He goes, I've been walking for three days. I had plenty of time. And so he goes, can I have a job? And I remember being like, oh, my. This dude, his name was Christopher Lopez. I was like, this guy looks a little sketchy. But he was persistent. He he walked home. By the way. No, I, I think I got him an Uber home. I'm like, dude, let me Uber you home. <laughs> and But he ended up working for me. I said, you can come work for me for a year. He worked for me a year. He saved up money. He went, and I saw him in the airport about six months ago in Vegas. And he came up to me. He goes, Ty, I want you to know, man, I took that money, and now I bought – he was from Mexico, his family. I bought a, a apartment complex with my grandpa Wow, because it's cheaper real estate in Mexico. Sure. I rent out, like, whatever, four, eight units, and my rent, I make, like, 2000 bucks a month on recurring. And it's Mexico, just, like, free money. Yeah. Nobody. He's like that's. It. He lives cheap, and then he, believe it or not, he goes once a year and does Alaska fishing. Hmm. And you make a ton oh, of yeah, money because it's dangerous. Yeah. So he's right. like, I make a hundred grand there and like twenty five oh. grand on autopilot. And he's cool, like, man. he's like twenty. He's like, dude, I have a lot of stories like that. That's why when people I'll think I'm you. a scam, I'm like, dude, I wish I could show you all the people that come up to me with well, real I guess stories you have to, like I that. I mean, I'm sure. I wouldn't call it a scam. Yeah. But I'm sure there's a lot of people who benefit from it, and I'm sure there's a lot of people who probably 
spend a bunch of money because they're desperate for anything and in, yes. a, in a vulnerable place and then just like move on to something else, right? Yeah, but, but I guess it's up to the person, you know. Is that a scam? So I no, I don't. Think I sell online education, which is the same. I just read an article. I don't think it's a scam. I just want to no, say but that. What is a scam? Let me ask you this. Well, Do you scam think this is, is a scam? Th- yeah. There's 1.2 trillion dollars in U.S. college debt. Colleges are graduating people that they know there's no art history job, but they'll <laughs> gladly take your 50 grand yeah. and put you in debt. No, I don't think it's a scam either. But is what's closer to a scam? 50 grand. I don't charge people 50 grand. And I, let me tell you what, let me tell you this. Sounds like you're rationalizing. No, no. I have a 100% money back guarantee on anything I've ever sold, every penny mm-hmm. back. Um, there's a Nobel Prize winning guy. Ah, what's his name? Joseph, uh, I'll remember his name. He says he thinks college is a scam because there's no refund. Everything else in America, <laughs> you can get no a refund. refund. And this is what sucks. If the college system had a refund, you know what it would force colleges to do? You'd have to. You would test people. You coming in? Oh, you want an art history degree? We might have to give you your money back because you wouldn't be. Able, you're not going to be able to find a job, most likely. Let's do an aptitude test and find out. Oh, maybe you're a little better sure. in the supply. But now th- they just take your money. <laughs> no, I think it's a huge problem. One point two trillion. <laughs> well, we all grew up expecting that life was just you go, you get a higher education, you get a job. Right. Yeah. But now you just leave with a bunch of debt and no fucking options, and nobody's yes. really telling you that. Right. Because all of our parents. Went to college. They paid five thousand dollars. They got a degree and they bought a yeah. house. By the time they were, you know, yes. thirty-five, but that yeah, was sixty years ago. Today. That's what people was like. That's yeah. long. No, I, the world I, changes. My I friend. honestly don't even necessarily advocate going to college to 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 our fans. I think if you're going for like a hard science, if you're trying to be yeah, a I doctor, I think fifty percent of people should go and fifty percent shouldn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, but, let me. Let, I want to throw this out because I want your honest opinion because I have strong opinions on this. I want to see if I'm off base. Coca-Cola and McDonald's a scam. McDonald's. Coca-Cola, they they pray. You were talking about, oh, Ty, are you praying on the gullible? Go to the inner the cities. Go to the inner the cities. Destitute. Go to the inner cities. There's no not <laughs> grocery stores. Well, There's they just get something, food. right? They, get, they, get, they eat. They get sustenance. They get diabetes. Yes, that's what they get. How about Coca-Cola yeah. being in schools and six-year-olds getting cans I mean, of Coke that have 50 grams of sugar, 40 oh, grams of no, sugar? No, I think it's Stamped. They're getting paid by corporations, no, public think, school. I think it's sick. So yeah. I always tell people the real scams are so under your nose, so obvious, no one thinks they're a scam. And then they sure. think, oh, that little thing. The biggest scams that will mess you up in life are the ones that society already accepts, man. Right. Alcohol yeah. is a scam. That it's that it's legal. Uh, did you see the thing today that they posted? In America, this chocolate egg is illegal. Yeah. But 50 caliber machine gun isn't. Yeah. And I'm I'm not I'm kind of pro guns, but I do think you could have rational gun conversation. Yeah, maybe really, not fifty no, caliber machine guns. I don't know. I don't understand the whole debate about it because it's like I feel like whenever you talk about gun law, people who are pro guns get like it's not like all or nothing, right? It's just like there's sen- there can be sensible gun right. laws. Yeah, I got an AK-47, but I can't or, have a know, fully automatic. And then the other, and then they always say like, well, it's mental health. But I don't see anyone investing in mental health. Right. So it's like I don't. I see nobody doing anything about it. Entrepreneurs will save the world, man. <laughs> Entrepre- you're an entrepreneur. You're doing something off the grid, off the system that helps people. Yeah. So the I don't fu- know. Elon Musk says the same thing. The future of the world will be saved. But by capitalism is like you know, like late stage capitalism. It's like it doesn't really. Capitalism, by its very nature, doesn't really help poor people you you're depending on like a few good people who have a good conscience but like 
when you have corporations running the show and making tons of but money. But see, I don't consider that entrepreneurs. No... That's too centralized. Of co I'm talking about entrepreneurs. Imagine this. If 50% of people go to college, they become scientists, doctors. We need those people. But the other 50% go out and start small to medium-sized jobs that that employ people, that employ sure. family, and that come up with unique situations. A lot of problems have got to be solved locally. The central government can't but solve so the But so all these entrepreneurs are, are being eaten by Walmart and Target and fucking I'm telling you, there's a whole Costco. New, not necessarily. Drop shipping. I train these two guys, Jose and Samir. They're 21 and 22. They drop shipping. They're making $200,000 a month. They're probably netting 50000 a month. It's another success story. I mean, these are not made up, man. And they're competing with Walmart. They're shipping. They're using Alibaba. They're getting stuff in China. They're getting stuff manufactured in the U.S. Let, let me ask you one thing. Mm -hmm. um, I want to show you something. Okay. This guy's name is Brazzo. Okay. And I and I'm just curious. <laughs> do you think that this guy does gazing music? Yeah, he's the, he has the gaze of miracle of miracles. It's called. I loved your guys's thing where you call prank called what's his name? Oh yeah, Joel. Osteen. Joel Olstein. <laughs> Fuck that, that was, guy, by the way. Joel Olstein. Is this similar to Joel Olstein? Well, I don't know. I'll let no. you be the judge. So this guy is the gaze of miracles. He's a guru. He's a self-help guru. He's a cure. And he walks out gallantly, heroically. <laughs> he flows. Is this he wears in Russia silk. or America? This it's is all everywhere. over the world. He's international. Mr. International. Pitbull is not please, Mr. International. Please tell me you're not, you don't think of me in this category. <laughs> please. I just vlogged well, my on. life. That's hold all. On. Keep watching because yeah, I think maybe you're judging a book by its cover here. Oh my um, God. Brazzo, he gazes and it heals. <laughs> So he doesn't really talk. No. He doesn't talk. No he doesn't talking. need to. It's beneath him. Words are beneath him. He's angelic. <laughs> Hold on. That's not the real video. That <laughs> made me, my day. Let me give you a real I day. have a new strategy. How about this? I target H3H3 channel and I just stare. Yeah. <laughs> I think that would kill it. My honest. gaze. It just says like tylopez.com at the bottom. All of you gamers that watch H3H3, yeah. H3, you will now Here. be so, the new eSports champion. So this champion. is what he does. And people pay... And he embraces the life. So my okay. question is, do you think that you're in the same category of, <laughs> of business as Brazzo? Way below him. <laughs> Not yet on the level where I gaze and money <laughs> appears in people's bank accounts. But hey, learn from everybody. So what do you take from this? Oh my God. Do you feel anything? <laughs> I should probably let my hair grow out. That's a good what question. do you think? He's Hilla, got great hair. Is, he, is it a sexy look he has? <laughs> I don't know about that. I mean, it looks like he's suffered a stroke. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he had a stroke before he gave I his think he's off. having a stroke right now. The <laughs> sound guys are like, do we? Do they mic him? The sound guys don't have to mic him. No, there's no mic involved. He just comes. That's he, cool. He, he came Maybe out to, it started as a money savings thing. He, he came out to give a speech on investment investment banking, but he had a stroke, and everyone's just like, this is pretty dope. My goal is to get this guy a TEDx talk. Or a TED talk. Right. It's just called, TEDx. I, will gaze, I will gaze into your eyes for exactly 18 minutes. Does well, he really wait, do Wait, let's this? not get him TEDx. Let's get him straight TED, full TED. Straight te I only did TEDx. I did the bullshit TEDx. I want the TED. So, anyway. I think, my here's what I've taken away from this business tip. Sure. Throughout all podcasts, this guy should be gazing from high down to low, kind of like you had the... Was that why the lawyer was gazing at me? It was a gaze, for sure. Has he studied under him? Is yeah. he a disciple? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a mentor. He's a mentor. 
So. That is, please, are you going to make, you made a funny video about me. Can you make a funny one about him? We have. We've we, talked, he's a, he's a class. You've talked to him? No, we didn't talk to him. Did you call him on the phone right. and he was just gazing so there was no... <laughs> I can feel the gaze. <laughs> Interestingly, the he guy... He only FaceTimes, that's what I heard, right? because yeah. he can't gaze he on audio. He actually does it on Skype. You can, Are like... you serious? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Does he charge money? Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, this is a scam. Business. This is a scam. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, this why? Is a scam. Hold on. Yeah, why? Um, have, has anybody ever watched... Have you ever bought one of my programs? You know, I, no. you know I taught at Harvard. I taught at London Business School. You know, like, I actually know about business, and I actually say stuff. I believe that, yeah. You, you know, they study my stuff in almost every business school in America. I didn't know that, but... Yes. It's, I'm, I hope <laughs> I'm not... I hope I'm not this cheese ball. Maybe I am cheese ball, but um, no, I feel listen. better after. I, I feel energized. My posture. I'm telling you. Like, I'm, I just want you to so feel So is good. it a scam? Maybe yeah, it helped dude. you. Hey, let me put the it this way. people who gaze at him report excellent. They give him five-star reviews. Here's the thing. Uh, free country. You spend your money on him, he makes you feel better. Then it's a good use of your money. Psychosomatic. Sure. People yeah. get psychosomatic <laughs> placebo. This sure. is definitely a placebo effect. I think the fact that you give refunds is... is, is yeah, if he gives a refund, gonna, that's yeah, good. Gay's refund. <laughs> I yeah. don't know what's do his refund policy. Listen, I just like... Listen. Okay, we're, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> this is amazing. Um, Please show cut, me... Do you have to one Brazo. or two more of these? I do. <laughs> like different guys that are funny? No, oh, only Brazo. No, only Brazo. <laughs> yeah, I can show you some more. But I'll do that. I want to wrap it up. Okay. <laughs> Full screen Brazo. <laughs> Full screen broadside. There's a lot of chaos in this world. <laughs> people, they get out there, they're killing people. Yes. There's 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 static where you're a divided country. Yes. Is this a question for me or No, Bonzo? I'm just uh, okay. you're you're out of the equation. Okay, now. I'm out. <laughs> I'll just stay back. Just enjoy the gaze. I noticed he I, moved his head about five always, degrees. It's not always about you. Just enjoy the gaze. <laughs> he went, This is Zoolander, dude. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, like, I'll do a new gaze. You know what? He doesn't so, hardly blink. That shit. Yeah. I have learned one thing. Never right engage now. this guy in a blinking contest. A staring contest, you will lose every time. His hairline's a lot. Everything's... I love it. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> this is amazing. He's like a simpleton. He looks like a simpleton. <laughs> anyway. Listen. Simple there's a lot. There's a lot of shit out there. And I want you to embrace the gaze, embrace the warmth. Because all we need now is to... is This is the valuable lesson that I okay. take. Listen. Sometimes it's valuable to just close your mouth and gaze. Okay. Listen. Take in the world. Don't give out for a moment. Okay. That's what Brasso represents. <laughs> and so, in the spirit of that, I think, I'm not, and that's not like, I don't mean that as a commentary. I'm just wrapping it up in a nice way. That, okay. Anyway, thank you, Ty, for joining us. Thank it was you a really for great conversation. You. I had a lot of fun. I learned I a lot you from you guys. Out. Oh, thank you. And I'm amazed that you found the George W. Bush thing. I'm the I've best interns in the world. <laughs> Ian, the intern. And I, I, I did want to say, there's one thing I've learned in life to all you guys out there. Persistence yep. in my life has been the one thing that's always made the difference. Is that how you got Hilla? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> First time was she not so excited to meet you? Well, she was well, in Israel and I, I was, was American. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. How and you... I left. We met in Israel briefly. Okay. We met just for one week. And I went back home and I was persistent. And I, I thought... He's, got, he's leaving, by the way. Oh, my God. I, I feel thought it cold. wouldn't be possible. I know. You know? I thought some, a vacuum left this room. My soul felt sucked <laughs> out of the room. And now I feel good about my... I, I, I feel strangely stronger. You remember <laughs> you that Lewis? one? Speaking of the office, I'm in love with it. A guy told me... Uh, my buddy won the World Poker Tournament. He's a really smart guy. He told me, he goes, you want to sleep better? 
watch The Office nonstop mm -hmm. every night. So I've been <laughs> watching it. I'm like three times through the whole thing. Somebody Remember the one when the bat when the bat is in the thing, Dwight Dwight Trout. Yes. So and then Jim pretends like he was bitten. He goes, yeah. suddenly I feel stronger. <laughs> yeah. Now that's how I feel after okay, Brazzo. Yeah. You were bit by the gaze of Brazzo. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. That's awesome. Persistence. Persistence. Knowledge. Follow me on my YouTube channel, H3H3, so you can see my videos pre-roll. Oh, thank oh. you. I love that. You like that shout-out for you? Watching. <laughs> Just keep and watching. Just keep watching. And look for the gaze of Ty. Yeah. Anyway, I, I really do appreciate <laughs> no, you coming. I appreciate it was a lot of fun. The pleasure yeah. was all mine. Was you guys are always awesome. People cool. ask me, you know, you are very popular, guys, because very people have made parody videos of me. The only one that really I ever noticed was yours. Oh, really? When you dropped oh, one, yeah, I was boy. like, I never heard of you guys. I'm like, who the fuck are these fans? I got people coming out of the woodwork be oh, like, yeah. motherfucking Zillow. I'm like, I mean, literally, people are like, I will rent your house. I was like, go ahead. I might rent it out. I'll sublease it to you. So, right. uh, the Zillow, the Zillow conspiracy persists. And, um, it is. and it this, is a, it is a rental, by this the way. office, it's a lease. <laughs> There's a big difference. No, it, there is a difference. There is a difference. Yeah, a difference. By the way, I do buy real estate. Just I buy land, man. I just bought 96 acres. Buy, buy things that have <laughs> buy long term coins. Buy land. Bury gold. You heard it here. Oh, Guys, I didn't say buy. I said gold. Buy Bitcoin in and 2010. And fuck feminists. You heard it from Ty Lopez. Cut the stream. <laughs> and Ethan fucks. Kill it. Cut.